0: You're listening to the the Screaming Screaming Paws Network.
1: Welcome to episode number 43 of You Can't Sit With Us. You can't sit with us! I'm John Doolin. I'm Spencer Swindon. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about a new movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, We both saw Love, Simon
2: multiple times. Yes. (laughs) I only saw it twice, just because I've been working a shit ton, but you saw it. I think I saw it four times? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say five, but it was going to be if I invited you. Yeah, uh, we were gonna
1: I, we you were gonna go for a third, and I was gonna go for a fifth. I was so tired, and I thought I need to watch Camp. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. But yes, yeah, so we also we're doing a double feature with Camp because Love Simon is the first teen gay mainstream movie
2: backed by a major studio.
1: Back yeah, by Fox, yeah. and so we decided to look at a movie that's also a, a very gay um mainstream accessible film that was made on no budget mm-hmm. would
2: you say that's accurate yes now yeah. was there an attempt to have that be a bigger movie than it ended up being yeah i mean okay. i saw it in a theater yeah yeah yeah, yeah three yeah. times
1: <laughs> You love these games coming of age. I can do. Uh okay, so before that, we're gonna do a little housekeeping with uh what we've been watching. You've seen anything good lately?
2: Um I saw
1: the Shape of Water
2: recently. Oh, I still
1: I still I love Guillermo del Toro and I still haven't fucking seen it. I do too.
2: This was really fucking good. Okay. Because um, yeah. everyone, like the whole internet's like, oh she fucks a fish. Like I mean get over yourself. It's suggested. Yeah. And like, but you know, it's not I was I knew going in there wasn't gonna be full on fish sex i was hoping there would be but yeah one gonna be but the scenes where the two of them are together are really fucking beautiful it's a beautiful movie and like it's not like um like a pan's labyrinth or a devil's backbone like you know there are a little more like nightmarish qualities to yeah. those movies this doesn't really have that it's just a really it's just big, more romance than anything a lot more romance with yeah. a monster and um a lot of love. God, it sounds like my sex life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? And a lot of fucking um, like homages to ho- like old timey Hollywood, yeah, and stuff. yeah. So yeah, that's was... what I,
1: I heard. Like it was being described in it. One best picture, a lot of podcasts I listened to were like, "Well, of course it won because it like sucks off ho- like Hollywood's dick." I don't think it sucks. And at another all. person was like, "No, something like the artist sucks off Hollywood's that dick." That was sucking off. Yeah, Hollywood's this dick. is just like kind of being an homage to. Film going in general. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I highly recommend that. Okay. I will get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. I promise. <laughs> I saw Midnight Sun. Yes, you did. <laughs> you were texting me during the whole fucking movie. Oh, my. Well, there was, like, nobody in the fucking theater. Yeah. And now with the new, like, the remodeled theater and whatnot, like, nobody can see you in the next row yeah, down. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I was like, all bets are off. You had your privacy. Yeah. Um So for any of you that don't know... It's this new, like, sappy romance starring Bella Thorne and Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Okay. Who I knew mostly because he had a small cameo as one of the Radwell brothers on Scream Queens, and okay. he was actually pretty funny on that. Cause all right. All the Radwell boys are funny. Um,
2: it is. It's worth watching. Now you said that because you were texting me for like the first maybe 40 minutes saying that it was pretty boring. It was
1: the first half. It's a 90 minute movie, which, Mm -hmm. you know, thank God. Yeah. But the first half is so fucking boring. It's like just explaining how this girl can't go in the sun because if it hits her skin, it gives her like brain tumors and I'm not kidding. Um, This is apparently a real disease called XP because the movie ends like in the credits. It has like. A disclaimer that says, like, this is a real disease. And really? re- g- g- research it. Or something like Something fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I understand, it doesn't work
2: like how it works in the movie. So, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. Because oh, you told I'm gonna, me what happens. I'm spoiling this shit, yeah. Everybody knows we yeah. spoil the shit out of everything on here. Um,
1: Just, if... Go. I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, I don't think you're gonna see it, or you don't care. Yeah, about, exactly. You know? So
2: um, it's a, it's a huge Walk to Remember ripoff. Okay. So you tell me, she outruns the sun at one point. She does. Yes, it is straight out of like the day after tomorrow when they have to outrun the frost. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so is that moment what causes her to? Does she have tumors popping up all over her? body after that? Is no, she, like she a a gets, like, a brain tumor. Okay. But is it because of the fact she stayed out too late that night? We think so.
1: Okay. Well, apparently, like, apparently the age of somebody who had, like, the death age of somebody who has something pretty like low. this is pretty yeah. young anyway. But if you take, like, proper precaution, you can, like, extend it. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> So the way it happened, I got to describe the whole fucking scene to everybody. Okay. So the way it happens is like Patrick Schwarzenegger, first of all, he's like lives next door to her and never seen her before in her life because she like lives in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, how she hasn't gone crazy from like no sunlight is beyond me because I feel like that. Has she has like-
2: a window, right? She has That's a window like that, a that a all the windows in
1: the house have are like special UV protected yeah, yeah, windows yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And she lives like a fucking like troll under a bridge. And so, like, Patrick uh, Schwarzenegger has never seen her before in his life. And then he sees her, like, she wants to be a singer and a songwriter. So he sees her. She goes down to the local train station to play music for change. I swear to God. And um, so he sees her there one night and, like, falls in love with her voice and, like, the songs she's singing and whatnot. And so that's when he first meets her. And then he takes her out on a date. And he takes her to, like, her first live show, like, music show. And she's like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And he's like, no, it's your turn to perform. Because he knows that she's never performed in public before. Yeah. So he takes her down, like, this, like, alleyway in Seattle. <clears throat> and it is, like, <laughs> she sings, like, the, like, you know, back when Taylor Swift used to tell people that she was a country singer when she really wasn't? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Romeo, yeah you yeah, know, like, Romeo, you know, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. But that era.
1: She sings a song that would have been like out of that era of Taylor uh, Swift. Does
2: she sing like she's breathing? Mm hmm. Uh, that's my least favorite mm-hmm. thing that women do these days. Yeah,
1: and it is. I'm assuming it's Bella Thorne really singing. Like, I mean, she's a Disney kid, so like they can do everything. Yeah. You know, they're like manufactured. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build yeah. them in a fucking lab practically. Sell up their
2: pajamas too. Yeah, to and so
1: she's, she's singing in the middle of the Seattle, like, fucking alleyway, and all these people start gathering around. There's. I was dying because there's these two black women that show up and they are dancing straight out of fucking ferris bueller during oh, oh my God.
2: <laughs> during the parade
1: and you know exactly what yes, i'm talking I about it is fucking embarrassing and uh, they're like the only black people in the entire fucking movie but it
2: makes it okay for everybody else to like it then absolutely yes.
1: yeah yeah and so she has this like amazing <laughs> date with him then they take the train back to whatever town they're from and they're on the beach, and she's like, "Let's go swimming." And he's like, "We don't have bathing suits." So she's like, "I know." So they go into the they go swimming in their undies and whatnot. No, I was hoping naked. <laughs> PG thirteen. Yeah. And then they're uh, they're on the beach after swimming, and he's like holding her, like he's like, "Are you ready for the most beautiful sunrise you've ever seen in your life?" And like, ha irony. She's never seen a fucking sunrise before yeah, in her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, what are you talking about?" And he goes, "The sun's almost." Up. And she's like a lot, and so she checks her watch, and she's like, oh my god, it's not waterproof because she wore it like swimming with them. Don't she have a phone? No, exactly. She checks her phone later, and it's like she has all these missed calls from her dad and text messages of like, where are you? Where are you? And so this bitch gets up and she starts running immediately, and we sh- and they cut to her running from the beach, <laughs> and the sun is already rising. So it's like, bitch, did you? We've seen the sun rise many a yes. times on set. Yeah, It
2: rises very gradually. You get that when it's that like light blue... You hear the birds start chirping. You hear chirping. the birds start chirping. Yep. You, know shit's, gonna, you yeah. know shit's happening. So this sun fucking comes out of nowhere. She is literally... Instead
1: of saying, like, hey, Patrick Schwarzenegger, you gotta give me a ride back to my house now. Plus...
2: What's so shameful about her Her telling him, look, I got this disease. <laughs> this is why you Exa- haven't well, seen Well, that's, that's a big thing in the movie. It's like everyone, like her friend is like, did you tell him yet? She's like,
1: no. The dad's like, did you tell him yet? I need you to, I don't feel comfortable if you don't tell him. And she's like, I just want to be normal. Bitch, you <laughs> you can't be. Because yeah. you're only going out at fucking you're night. Gonna, you're going to die. You're a goddamn vampire. <laughs> and so she's literally... Outrunning the sunrise to try to get back to her house. I, Spencer, I'm not kidding. She's literally running down the street as. The and do sun. we see the sunrise? Well, absolutely, oh do you see God. the sun like rising up from behind her? <laughs> and then Patrick Swayze, not Patrick, Swayze, Patrick Schwarzenegger. I wish it was, was say Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Swayze. So. it starts like gets in his car and starts chasing after her. So she gets in the car eventually. Because it's quicker. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets her to the house and she's like running up the... Her, she's got like a porch to her house. So she's running up the stairs to the porch. And the light touches her for like half a second. And that's when in the trailer you'll see like she's she slams the door. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was thinking like, is there an assault in this movie? Like what the fuck is happening? And so she's...
1: like she goes to like the doctor. And first of all, we don't know how she gets... From, like, the doctor's office to, like, the car and stuff like that. And, like, she goes to his meet eventually. Like, his, he's a swimmer. Yeah. She goes to a swim meet eventually. And we don't see, like, how she gets from the school inside the car. Because the dad's got, like, the windows on the car, too. She looks she's like... She's got to fucking go through shit. Yeah. And so, like, there's an amazing scene when she's in the car, too, after the swim meet. And he... Uh, Schwarzenegger just goes up and like touches the glass and you see her inside and she's got like a hood on she looks like like baby Victor Crawley you know in the flashbacks yeah. was played by yep. Adam Green's wife that's what she looks like because she's got like the hoodie on and she's like looking up with these big old eyes like oh, my god, it's fucking ridiculous but yeah um, she goes and gets like uh, looked at by the doctor after her one second exposure to the sun and they're like, we don't know yet. And then the results come back, and she, they're like, it's only a matter of time. So we're, we're assuming that this one split second of her being in the sun killed her. Like, we're assuming that Patrick Schwarzenegger is pretty, pretty much murderer. responsible for her death <laughs> at this point. And then, like, of course, like, she gets, she, like, her cancer progresses. They don't ever say that, though, like... It's touched upon in the very beginning of the movie, yeah, and every scene like after that, her eye makeup gets like darker and darker, so she just <sighs> looks sicker and sicker i'm like that's that's not how it works, no. <laughs> yeah. and eventually she um she's like nearing death, I guess, and um she's like, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger works on a boat, so she's like, I want to go with him and I want to see the sunset, Daddy. Just let me do it. And so, they, she goes onto the boat with him and it's like, she's enjoying the sunset and it literally, the next second it cuts and it's like, she's dead and they're spreading her ashes across the water.
2: It is so fucking funny. What I want to think is that those ashes happen the moment the sun hit her. (laughs) That's what (laughs) I'm... They just scoop her I'm picturing a very Interview with the Vampire
1: Kirsten Dunst moment where she like froze in place with it and everything. (laughs) This movie is so fucking ridiculous. Like I said, if you get through the first half that's super boring, the second half is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life and it hits... All the Walk to Remember beats, but Mm -hmm. without anything good. Like, Walk to Remember is kind of like a decent movie. It's got good acting in it, and it's like okay written. Mm This is just fucking trash.
2: Oh, I can't. And
1: wait. the like, the guy uh, Schwarzenegger comes back and has a conversation with the dad. He goes, "I can't help feeling responsible." And the dad's like, "No, it's no one's fault." Like bullshit. He is, it's, he, he but kept, she's at fault too. She's because at fault she should have fucking she told, him. told him. He had no idea. But he kept her out till like fucking five in the morning. So yeah, technically, it's his fault. Yeah. And then oh, the best part too. I don't know if I've, I've, I I I might have forgot to tell you about this. She since she's a singer she can't like play the guitar anymore because like her tumors make a crippling for her to like use her fingers and whatnot so she could just sing so patrick schwarzenegger uses money he was going to use to buy a new truck to run out of studio so she could record a song with like a band and the song goes viral after he posts it to youtube and so like it goes viral after she's dead so they hear it on the radio and it's like oh my god my baby song, you. Know? Ain't no fucking way. It's like straight that. out of, it's like, it, it's a combination of like, the ending from Hustle and Flow when they hear whoop that trick when he's like already in jail and whatnot. It is. I don't know that one. Okay. It's, it's a great movie, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it it's like so fucking ridiculous. Okay. You have to watch it. I'm going to go the sweet. It's free. I mean, you yeah, gotta, exactly. You get in for free. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend people pay to see it. But if you can get into a movie for free or when if it pops it's gonna pop
2: up on HBO soon or something, I'm sure. Or do like you know, like you used to do in high school. Go pay for a movie you wanna see and then go sneak into that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, Midnight Sun, sorry for the rant, it was worth it.
2: (laughs) Uh, and you, have you seen anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. Of course, I didn't write anything down this time. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I've just been rewatching a lot of shows. Okay, so we have to
1: talk about one thing that we both saw. Yes. The Heather's TV show pilot. hmm Woof. Yeah. Um, first of all, they released it um <clears throat> March 26th. April, of blah, blah, blah. What month is it? It's March right now. They released it on February 21st, like, early, because mm-hmm. the show was supposed to premiere. Sneak peek. Yeah. this show is supposed to be premiere, like, the first week of March. Um, then they claimed that they pulled the show until later the next year out of sensitivity for the Parkland murders. Bullshit. I think they pulled it because that pilot got fucking destroyed. Yep. Um, Because they posted the pilot like three or four days after Parkland happened. Mm-hmm. So... That's some bullshit right there. Yep. What did you think of the pilot?
2: Um, what did I think of the pilot? I feel like everything that we said about the trailer translates well to the pilot episode. 100% whatsoever. I don't know who the show's for. No. It is, like... It's not for... I I don't think it's
1: for fans. But there's so many deep cut references to the original, and they're they're fucking fucking forced in there, too. And they're, like, like... That stuff is for people who like the original, but we don't want it, like, destroyed like that. No. And they have all these... And they, like, revamp these quotes. That whole... You know, the quote in Heathers is, I got a motor if I'm going to make this party. And in this one, it's like, I got a Tesla... Who is that quote for? Because that's going to piss off people of the original,
2: and young kids who don't know the original aren't going to get, get it. it. Yeah, that's uh, tons of shit like that. And, like, the again, we know that the people who love and know the original so well know what they're trying to do with, like, the weird, snappy dialogue, I yeah. guess. Yes. Like, an attempt at it's it. It's so fucking forced in this That's one, the problem. Yeah. In the original, it's so fucking natural. You <laughs> believe every word that every character is saying. And, well, the acting, I mean, Kim Walker's Heather
1: Chandler is fucking amazing. Yes. And you know this one it's like they took the fat girl and made her Heather Chandler. Yeah. It doesn't work. No. It doesn't for the fat girl is not going to be the popular girl. I don't care how progressive your school is. That's not going to happen. She's mm-hmm. an asshole too on top of that. Yeah. So the fat asshole is definitely not going to be the popular girl. Yep. I don't know. The show doesn't work at all. At all. I mean, I'm going to watch another episode. <laughs> well, if, yeah, absolutely. If it ever airs. Well,
2: you have to see how insane the train wreck becomes. Yeah. How big of a pile up it is. Yeah,
1: I'm very curious at this point. It's just like... And, you know, the original um, invented a lot of slang words. Yes. And this one just take is dating itself by taking just modern slang and cramming it in. And, and, like, every chance they can get. Yeah. And it's just so fucking terrible. And I just feel like... The thing with Heathers was, it's such a product of the 80s, like, satirical. You know, like... It's it. This is a parody. The TV yes. show is a parody, absolutely, and the original movie was a satire of real life, like teen culture at the time. You know, the suicide rate and everything. Exactly. Um, nowadays, if you should be trying to make something about school shootings, maybe if you want mm-hmm. to comment on teenage yeah. life this time. I don't know. I have my idea of what the Heather's reboot should have been. Don't the whole? I don't care that like it's a queer. Gender,
2: it, gender queer boy. Again, is. though, it just seems so forced to me. Yeah. And especially that you're putting these, you're putting these quote-unquote minority marginalized. characters. Marginalized. Marginalized. Yeah. yeah. In roles that are fucking terrible people. Yeah. So, d- is that progress? I mean, you know, I want everybody, I want representation of everything. As John Moore says, I love gay villains. Yeah. But, you know, it's not Just doesn't feel it's it's kind of productive
1: to what they're trying to do everywhere else, and they didn't change JD and Veronica. I mean, they just made them like even. They made them lame, you know. Like, I mean,
2: there's nothing special about either. They're
1: always they've always been the more like well, Veronica's always been the more straight character, quote unquote. You like you want to kind of hang out with. Well, because she's still like a badass. Exactly. This one is just lame, and JD's just fucking emo as all holy hell. Mm -hmm. Here's my pitch for a Heather's reboot. Go on. Okay, so you have the Heathers, you know,
2: it's still, like, the hot girls who would, like, typically yes. be your popular girls. But and now, in, Sorry, in this okay. world, do the original Heathers, have, have they existed? Sure. Okay. Why not? All right.
1: And so these Heathers are, um, it, if it's modern day and you want to comment on modern day and you want to show that kind of high school hierarchy isn't what it used to be, you have these three Heathers kind of mad that there's no one that's ruling the school that cliques no longer exist Mm -hmm. and so they kind of stage everything they um they start murdering off the fat girl and they start murdering off you have make the heathers the murderers this time and so they're trying to get back to create a hierarchy once again. Gotcha. You see what I'm doing I there? See what you're
2: <laughs> That's how you reboot Heathers if you want it for modern day. There you go. Nobody asked me though. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a writer who knew nothing about the movie.
1: Oh my god, his quotes about it. We've talked about his quotes before yeah. too. Yeah, fuck that.
2: Train wreck and a half
1: nothing better than somebody who can
2: give a shit about the source material yeah exactly or just doesn't get it
1: yeah so i mean if it's i don't know if it's still online for free because they release it on itunes on the paramount network for free just to kind of like hook people in yeah yeah, yeah yeah, watch it and judge for yourself and after you
2: watch it let us know how right we are mm-hmm. okay i feel like one more thing we should discuss what's is... that The Roseanne uh, revival. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I watched it yesterday. It premiered when? Uh, It
1: premiered Tuesday night. Okay. So, this is Thursday that we're recording. Thursday the 29th we're recording. So, it's brand spanking. Yes. What'd you think? I hated the first episode. Okay. They played two episodes. Yes. I didn't laugh once during the first episode whatsoever. I almost didn't want to watch the second episode. I watched the second episode... I liked it better. Mm -hmm. I am having a hard time separating real life from the show. Okay. I'm having a hard time with the fact that Roseanne is so welcoming of this genderqueer grandson that she has Mm -hmm. when she said god-awful, terrible, transphobic remarks in real life. Yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time with the fact that they're trying to make a sympathetic Trump supporter saying that she voted for him because he talked about bringing back jobs and that's what's important. Yeah. Because the Roseanne that I know was very gay-friendly, was very, you know, there's the episode, was very anti-discrimination, very anti-bigot, the Mm -hmm. episode where they got pissed at DJ for not wanting wanting to kiss the black black girl. girl. You know, I don't... I am having a hard time believing that that Roseanne and Dan would be able to look beyond all the homophobic, transphobic, racist bullshit that Trump spewed in favor of jobs. Okay. That's where I stand. So I'm very... I feel like this show is trying to normalize a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. and I don't think they should be normalized.
2: I do think they are deplorable. Okay. go on, Now your turn. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't agree. First episode was too much in turn. Well, I don't think it was too much, but like... It just didn't do anything for me. First episode, I laughed at certain things. Um, but, you know, the... I mean, they have to acknowledge the, the whole political climate, obviously. Yeah. Especially now. I'm fine Rosie. with that, yeah. yeah. Um, but by episode two, they kind of... Put that away and just yeah. focused on an actual plot line for an episode, which I was fine with. Um, I'm a fan. I, I like. I agree with you in that the Roseanne that we all know and love, the mm-hmm. series that we love before the final season. Yeah, um, it just feels weird that they would move to that point of and, being Trump. And people. even if
1: they did, even if they did vote for Trump, because I mean, they're they're. Uneducated white folk, and mm-hmm. that's who did vote for Trump. Yeah. Um, even if they did, I can't see them over a year into his presidency still, still.
2: supporting him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the main thing. Um, otherwise, to me, aside from all that, it did feel fairly organic to the rest of the series. Yeah. In terms of. Darlene and Becky and Jackie and everybody mm-hmm. like it didn't really feel like there was that intense like with all these revival shows and everything I feel like there's so much of a disconnect from the original series yes yeah, and absolutely. aside from all the Trump references and the Hillary references it didn't feel that disconnected from everything else I agree with that yeah so, especially that second episode exactly I felt much more natural to the flow of the absolutely. original series Same. They had to get it out of the way. I'm sure it's going to keep coming up in the series, but there's only eight episodes, so it's whatever. But I feel like they just kind of had to get out all the shit that everybody knew was going to be a topic or that Mm -hmm. everybody needed to to have addressed, I guess. And then from there, hopefully, it's just going to continue to be the show. And here's another thing, too, is
1: Trump called Roseanne and congratulated her on such high ratings, saying that. Since she's supporting the Trump agenda, that's mm-hmm. why people are tuning in to watch her. Yeah, of course. So that, say that that makes me not want to watch it. You know, like I know that's my own like oh, coastal liberal elite yeah thinking, <laughs> but at the same time, he's such a terrible human being. Yeah, that I hate. That I'd watch, I'll, I'll be watching something that he's endorsing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he just ruins everything. You know, I he gotcha. ruins a red hat, and he's ruining Roseanne right now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's hard. Like I did cackle a few times, and she's told all the kids in the class that she was a white witch. Yeah, I that made howled me laugh. out loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they brought Sarah Chalk back in a yes. different role because I, I always, I loved when they would fuck around with
2: the Beckys. I do too. In the later seasons when Who they got both prefer? of them back.
1: I kind of like Sarah Chalk. Really? Yeah. Okay.
2: See, OG Becky had more personality. Well, to Well, see, me.
1: OG Becky has more facial personality. Yeah. You know, she like was she's, meaner
2: though too. I like Sarah liked, Chalk was so sweet.
1: I liked Sarah Chalk's kind of. She was almost like the vixen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was almost like a sexy Becky, and yeah, absolutely. A more kind of like I don't know. She always felt like a more mature Becky to me, mm-hmm. and I kind of like that confident. Becky a little bit more yeah, yeah but yeah. OG Becky no one no one beats her facial her dumb facial expression well plus
2: when OG Becky and Darlene would go back and forth with each other, that shit is gold yes yes exactly <laughs> Sarah but, chalk kind of dish and,
1: and I think too is because I saw the Sarah chalk episodes way more than the OG gotcha. Becky ones yeah. so like that was that was who I associated with that Becky was your Becky more. Yeah, yeah yeah I, I gotcha. mean I've seen all the episodes absolutely obviously. yeah, yeah. But I'm just glad that they're both back, so mm-hmm. you don't
2: have to choose a Becky this, yeah, this time. Yeah, that's true. And I do kind of like the, I do kind of like that inclusion, how they're bringing her in. Yeah. Because I thought it would be fun if they just went back and forth, back and forth. But yeah. they wouldn't. Yeah. So. Well, they did that a couple
1: of times in the later seasons. They would do exactly. That. Yeah. Which yeah. I, you know, when the original Becky came back, they're like, "Where the hell have you been?" Mm-hmm. You know,
2: <laughs> when they're going to Disneyland, yeah to Sarah talking, "And aren't you glad you're here this week?" Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm very conflicted on the
1: show. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't made up my mind if I'm going to continue. I think I'll I'll probably give it another episode. I watched it on Hulu, so it, you know, it's my ratings don't exactly count, but they kind of do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I don't know, it's weird how they count streaming views and shit like yeah. that. But I'm going to stick with it for at least a couple more and see how it goes. All right. You know, I feel like it's gonna drop off severely in its second week. Yeah, same thing happened with the Will and Grace revival. Yeah, that with that first episode of Will and Grace was so anti. It was even it was a little too anti-Trump for me, and mm-hmm. nothing could be more anti. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. So that was too much on either side is obnoxious. Exactly. That's exactly, yeah. and I feel like I, I, I didn't like the argument with um with Jackie mm-hmm. how um. Uh, It kind of, it ended up with, you know, Jackie apologizing and Roseanne just being like, I accept your, you know, like Roseanne didn't apologize. So it's like, Roseanne won. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that, that
2: kind of struck me wrong. No, I gotcha. You know? I mean, it is her house. I know Roseanne always wins. I know it is. Roseanne always wins. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It just, it
1: feels different. And I, I, I know, I, it was interesting to see how they never brought up where Dan fell in that. Like if he voted for Trump or not, we like Roseanne's, yes. you know, because you know John Goodman most sure as fuck did not, you yeah. know. So I'm curious to see if that's he, ever we know gonna, for sure he didn't. I'm almost positive okay. he's
2: very very liberal. I'm hoping that's yeah. the one thing because I love John Goodman so much. Yeah, we
1: all love John Goodman, yeah. and I do love how his reaction to the grandson is very true to life. Absolutely, you know, like yeah. he a grandfather in where the illinois yes would absolutely be like what the fuck mm-hmm. why is my grandson doing yep. that? you know i mean
2: and it harkens back to fucking dj being a witch yeah. which i love <laughs> i'm shocked that they didn't bring that up i thought that was going to yeah. be an immediate reference yeah. but, you know yeah so like do. i said i'm
1: curious to see where with the talent involved in it, with the writers involved, it's like Whitney Cummings and I think yep. Wanda Sykes, maybe? Wanda Sykes. Is she the showrunner? Yes.
2: That's the other thing I'm hoping with those people behind it. They're like, let's get the shit out of the way in the beginning. Yeah. And then let's just kind of make it what it was, which was a great that, show. And the fact that, you know, Laurie
1: Metcalf and um, Sarah Gilbert both agreed to do it, I feel like...
2: I mean, Sarah Gilbert's the one who got it going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it, it has to
2: not be so trump-sided at one point because neither of them would have anything to do with it if it was i mean they do yes like roseanne wins the argument quote unquote but there's digs on both sides from both people like jackie and roseanne and yeah uh, i feel like i feel like the
1: like the second episode succeeded in spite of roseanne you know like you know it Mm -hmm. has very talented writers still and that's always going to be the
2: sticking point Mm -hmm. okay so should we talk about drag race Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, we have a winner, an all, a new all-star. Yes. So we can brush on that quick. Miss Trixie Mattel won... Should have been Shangela. Yeah, Should have been
1: Shangela. And or Should have been Vendela <laughs> Krem, too. Um, this season was kind of lackluster as a whole. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, <laughs> like, the challenges weren't that
2: great. hmm The queens were... The queens were fun. Like, you got a lot of good queens. It's just kind of, you know, they weren't given good challenges to really show anything off. And I... Like, All-Stars 2 was so damn good,
1: Mm -hmm. you know? And they tried to replicate that by doing a similar kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, elimination process and a similar kind of structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that it's... You can't redo that kind of magic. Because season... All-Stars 2 had such amazing fucking heavy hitters in it. Yeah, it does, And it just... And the whole... The whole <clears throat> like eliminated queens coming back to pick the top two was kind of bullshit. That was fucked. Um, Cause they got their on agenda. I get why they. Were, I get why they did. You know that's Rue throwing like a wrench in the machine. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I, get, I totally get that. And I'm glad that they're trying to like do new
2: stuff with the All Star seasons, mm-hmm. like not give you the same thing over and over again. Well, I think too, another issue is that you know All Stars <laughs> Two happened good amount of years after the original All-Stars. Yeah. and About four years after. Yeah. Around three, there. Three or, three or four. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because All-Stars 1 didn't rate that well or what. Like, I don't know what the well, reason I, was. I, I think it was
1: because that they were trying to figure out a formula for All-Stars 2. Okay, Because gotcha. people
2: hated the whole pairing thing of All-Stars yeah, 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 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they finally got together and they got a few more seasons <coughs> to get some new heavy hitters... Because All-Stars 1, especially, was right after season 4. Yeah. So after that, when it became a phenomenon and you got season 5, which was insane, and then Bianca season, all that. Yeah. So um, I feel like it was just too soon after they struck gold with part 2. They were just like, just make another one quick yeah. and yeah. throw it out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it got fucked.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, I love Trixie. I just don't think she was the greatest on that show. No, she wasn't. You know, she's not great on that. She wasn't great on her season either. She's no. like, she doesn't do good in the competition.
2: I think she's just funny. Yeah. And yeah. you don't really, you get opportunities to be funny on that show, obviously. But yep. like, she's kind of like mean girl funny in a sense. Like, she just has really good biting comments about shit. And when it comes to actual challenges, sometimes it just falls flat. And Shangela fucking brought it this season. And it's (sighs) That was so devastating. It's such a
1: bummer because, like, she's... She's, like... She's been on the show so many fucking
2: times. Third time loser. Yeah.
1: So it's, like, so upsetting to her. Yeah. And she did so good this time. Like, she never had, like, a terrible week. And that came to bite her in the ass because she sent so many queens home that they
2: wouldn't vote for her mm-hmm. to be in the top, two. It's such bullshit. That I, I mean, that was the main thing, too, with me. Like, even, like, every other queen doing it, I was like, of course they're gonna say Siams. Yeah. When Bendela Krem said Kennedy and Drew Trixie, I guess, like, whoever, yeah. I was just like, that's odd.
1: Kennedy... Kennedy should have been gone a couple episodes before then, too. When Bendela sent
2: herself home, that should have been Kennedy going home. Kennedy's, like... <coughs> well, I was going to say sad words, but Alyssa would slay the um, lip syncs. Yeah, Kennedy's funny because she's not in on the joke necessarily. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, and for whatever reason, we abhor that. But, you know, yeah, and uh, then what do you think of season ten? We saw one episode. One so episode's only aired so far. Yeah, um, so far I'm into it. I kind of I think there's a lot of good ones on this season. I do too. I'm trying to think of what happened. Well, Miss vanji Miss Vanjee. Um Miss Vanji <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that. And how fucking half hearted it was after she was eliminated. It was so bench, pathetic. That
1: clip that it's going to air on tonight's episode mm-hmm. of Michelle mocking her and Rue trying yep. not
2: to crack up laughing, going, You better stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. No, well, one Rue's looking good this season. So Rue looks far. really good. Episode, yeah. I don't know who she got. Or I think Raven th- improved. I think it's Raven just got better at doing her face. After getting all that shit for season. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Telling her. Um,. I'm trying to think of what else. What was the challenge on this past The challenge episode? was um, the the dumpster oh, dive. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Drag yeah. on a dime. Mm-hmm. And the, <clears throat> and the little runway with the, queen, the past queens, which yes, I loved all the airtime that Jinx yeah. was getting. Yes, yeah. Um, and... Uh, that's not, that's not baby. baby! Bob, the, Bob drag queen. the Drag
1: Queen. about Ms. Cracker. And Ms. Cracker. Oh, Ms. Cracker, I'm loving. I love Ms. Cracker. Yeah, I do too. Did that, that, you see that video I sent you? That whole. Okay, Caitlin, time for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I get like, she did that entrance because I guess that's her thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what she does on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. This is
2: the thing. She got a good look. Yeah. Um, anybody who thinks it's. Anybody she's who's got Aquaria, a good sense of humor. That's the too. thing. She's got a sense of humor. Aquaria
1: does not have a sense of humor. Based
2: on one episode, from what I can tell, yeah. I don't know if she has a sense of humor. Um, and that's the other thing. Aquaria didn't invent that face. No, she needs to shut the fuck up. Well, no queen invented anything. That's Aquaria is a child,
1: too. She's what, 22 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Ms. Cracker is 31,
2: 32. Like, Miss yeah. Cracker is like almost my age. Mm-hmm. And so. And she, I'm sure she's inspired by Aquaria. Yeah. She probably loves loves that face and probably does it you know whatever but yeah you know you draw inspiration from a lot of different things i've seen local queens with those fucking brows on their face
1: so shut the fuck up well, that's Aquaria. because they only got it from Drag right started. <laughs> too much crying though uh, yeah these bitches need to stop crying well,
2: this is the, and that's the thing i don't think we're gonna see a tear on miss cracker i hope not i hope not yeah you know i don't yeah. know how sensitive she is but let's hope not Yeah. Um, She's from New York, though, too. She's got to have a backbone. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where Aquarius from originally. She lives in Brooklyn now, but I don't know where she grew Mm -hmm. up. Um, You know, we'll see what happens. It's too early to tell. Yeah. But, um...
1: I'm liking it. I mean, I mean, I'm glad Eureka's back, obviously. I am too, yeah. I like The Vixen. She seems like she's going to start some shit. Which one's The Vixen again? She wore that bizarre... It looked like a bunch of pool noodles that were like... Oh, rap- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, She's got a good She's going to be a cunt. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm here for it. And I like The Trade. Oh, Cameron Michaels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. The one who looks like Kelly Mantle on yes. the first day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: some rough trade up in here (laughs) i love a sexy man that's also kind of a sissy yeah yeah yeah.
1: well that's if you want if you go to like uh his instagram i showed you like he like quotes he does like lip syncs to house bunny quotes and brenda from scary movie (laughs) 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 i love that so good (laughs) But yeah, I, that's I I'm hopeful of this season. I feel I am like too. I feel like they put it out so quick after
2: All-Stars 3 because they knew like, mm-hmm. like anyway. Uh. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing too I'm hoping because last season was the first one with um with VH1. Yeah. So I feel like it's been a year I'm hoping VH1 heard everybody bitching about how much these bitches be crying every yeah. episode in the mirror. Yeah. So I'm hoping everybody, I mean, these young bitches going to cry because they got yeah. no backbone. But, um... I'm hoping we're going to hear less AIDS stories. <laughs> although <laughs> More my, AIDS jokes. Will more be AIDS outside. jokes, I'm hoping. Yeah. They ain't going to put them in on VH1. Mm-hmm. But um, my favorite was always, though, every, t- every time there was a mirror story was how fucking Trinity Taylor would just find a way to <laughs> relate to it <laughs> Oh, my somehow. God, my
1: sister's cousin's yeah, friend. Exactly.
2: <laughs> she always had some way to fucking get screen time with it. Which my I brother's
1: love. cousin's nephew's daughter was a... Bouncer at pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> she wasn't there that night. But, but. she
1: was she been there. You know? <laughs> Speaking of should we talk about the haters roast real quick? Oh yeah. Uh so the Queens came through for the uh the haters roast the shady tour. They came to New Haven, so I we went to go see them. Mm-hmm. Uh so there was we had Ginger Minge hosted it. We had Aja. Yes. Um, Jinx Monsoon. Uh Willem. Yes. Uh, Latrice.
2: Latrice. Trinity. Trinity. Trixie Thorgy and Thorgy that yes. was it yeah yeah, yeah. alright I'll get it out there first Trinity and Aja bombed yes um, Aja I liked though because she was brand new to the tour she and was her second performance and I tour. think she kind of knew that so she was probably ill ill prepared yes and I'm sure she knew she sucked so she was just having fun with it yeah so that I appreciate yep. Trinity Trinity Got some tried. good shit, she just doesn't have comic delivery. Exactly, so yeah. So, that's the problem. Like her you can have good jokes, but you jokes gotta have timing. Her jokes seemed funny if she knew how to deliver them right. Exactly, yeah. when you're just reading. <coughs> um, Latrice scared the shit, literally, probably, out of a... Uh, Bachelorette group. Yep. In the front row, they were talking through her set. I mean, they were drunk as hell, screaming, because yeah. when you get a bunch of d- bachelorettes together, they think they run the show. This is what, why straight
1: white girls need to fucking stay away. Mm-hmm. Unless they're there with, like... Unless they're honorary. Unless you know your place. Yeah. This is the thing. But Um, they were in the front row. Latrice literally broke character. Yeah. And said to them, you better shut the fuck up or I will come into that audience. I've been to jail and I will go back to jail.
2: (laughs) 30 days ain't nothing, honey.
1: (laughs) And that led to Trinity's best uh, joke. She said, thank God those girls are gone from the front row because uh i would have what she said she said something along the lines of i would have finished what latrice started and i'd get away with it too because i'm white (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: this is trump's america bitch i can say whatever the fuck i want (laughs) um and also surprisingly i was very happy for thorgy thorgy and i never thought i'd say that thorgy (laughs) was the funniest of the night for me what did i always forget her name rachel what Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. She yeah. kept being referred to as Rachel, Dole, Rachel <laughs> because, Dolezal last she, For those of you who don't know, Thorgy
1: Thor has, um, she got a bunch of dreadlocks, like that, out of drag, she's got yeah, dreads, yeah, yeah. and everyone know, and she's from like fucking New York and everything, so mm-hmm. everyone always calls her a fake black girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she
2: embraced it. She, <laughs> yep, she
1: even had an Afro wig when yep, she went
2: up there. And yep. a pantsuit, so yep. she could do them kicks all night. Yeah. <laughs> which I love. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I love a drag clown, and she is a total clown. Yeah. Um um she might as well have just fucking come out of a tiny car. At exactly. That point. Um Jinx Monsoon I thought was fucking hilarious. Jinx was hysterical, yeah. yeah. Those are my two favorites. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I thought Latrice was funny. Yeah. Um Trixie had a few good ones. Yeah. Um, who else was? Uh, Ginger Minch was, a, Ginger great was host. a great host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willem went up there, and I cackled at what because Willem was clearly drunk as fuck, and doesn't yeah. doesn't give a shit. No, you know, for a queen that like bitches about RuPaul left and right, she's still making that fucking oh, money over of RuPaul's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, I love that. I love how she has no shame. No, whatsoever. She'll, she'll totally yeah. bite the hand that feeds her yeah. and go and back the, for seconds. The
1: best thing about it is that they they had a bell that they would ring every time
2: someone made an age <laughs> joke <laughs> most of which directed at willem yep <laughs> and that little fag that looked all trashy and guttery and had the hickeys all over his neck oh my god he was there for willem yeah what that's mean? absolutely one of, he was about about two rows in front of us yep
1: then there was that other fucking andre from but i'm a cheerleader looking motherfucker in the oh honey shirt
2: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like crop top a lot of young people and that's the thing that. we were sitting like two people there was two people next to me and then yeah a, parents of this 15 year old that were in that was in like the first rows, yeah and they had gone to see the christmas show the mother was telling me she was like and we had a lot of fun and so we figured oh there's some extra seats left we'll go see this it should be fun i'm thinking that christmas show is pretty safe the christmas show was like performances this is performances to christmas songs yeah this was them being as filthy as possible and i'm just (laughs) thinking like, I mean, I was a weird fucking kid. I, my parents knew I wasn't normal, yeah. but, like, you know, I can only imagine what these... I can only imagine <laughs> what these, um, fucking pretty straight-looking... I mean, they're cool with their son being Yeah. A, a Mo, obviously, yeah. but, um how they were thinking. Like, oh, a 15-year-old sitting in the front row listening to AIDS jokes
1: for the
2: next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and gaping assholes and shit like that. I
1: hope you got him a Truvada prescription. <laughs> Can we talk real quick about the predatory lesbian that was sitting in front of oh us? Oh, my
2: God. So fucking predatory. She was... She was, like, she was a handsome woman. Lady Lang. <laughs> yes. Um, 100%. Yeah. And there was this... Um, <laughs> This girl in front of us. She, I mean, you know, if she was, if she was a lesbian, she was definitely a lipstick lesbian. I think she was a fag hag to be honest. She had I think that, so. she had that homo next to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, this this woman was just <laughs> fucking talking this bitch's ear off all night throughout the set, and I'd be fucking pissed if, they were, if I had a yeah. predatory fag next to yeah. me because I'm just like, I paid to watch, listen to these bitches talk. Yeah, exactly. And you're just talking my ear off. But you said you saw her. They exchange numbers. Yeah, yeah. And the the her friend date whatever the fuck next to her was getting visibly annoyed. Yeah. Well,
1: he's probably like, shut the fuck up, Dyke. Like exactly.
2: (laughs) So you know.
1: Can we say that word? It's fine. Okay. (laughs) said worse
2: i thought that the asian man from uh gremlins was also from karate kid so we'll throw dyke out there too (laughs) um i know his name though pat morita yes Yes. that's from karate karate kid yes (laughs) so i know his name at least
1: but yeah i really enjoyed the show kevin my friend kevin was there Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my god thorgy's hysterical i'm like thorgy sucks on the show yeah like I
2: was trying to tell him like, how surprised I was about Thorgy because of that. Well, it's like, too, like I I hated Laganja on the TV show. But Laganja's... And then Ed, when I watch yeah. interviews with her shit now or performances, she's, such she's great. such an entertainer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, you can't always judge, not to blame the editing, but like... And the, the predatory lesbian and her crew loved that joke Thorgy had about...
1: um he She's like, oh, I look like a... Uh, like a bl- a blind lesbian in a fish
2: market. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just start like, spastically yeah. walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking great. They were dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could take a joke. Yeah, good for them. Yep. Everyone's got to learn how to take a joke. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, faggot, what's next?
1: I wanted to move on <clears throat> to another pride.com list. Okay. Uh, since our last one was very popular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where
2: we talked about poop. <laughs> <laughs> It always seems to get that. One. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, this one's going there right away too. Right. Fourteen things I wish queer men were taught in sex ed. Okay. Number one, how to clean your ass. Yeah. That would have been a very,
2: I think, useful thing to yeah. be taught. I mean, straight people can use it too. <laughs> yeah. Some straight people, like, like I anal. said, who. It like if
1: you're not if you're straight and you're not experimenting with your butthole, you're really missing out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two is gonna be there's nothing shameful about getting an STI or an STD, whatever you want to call it. STIs are like the new term for it. What's that mean? Uh, sexually transmitted infection. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Yeah, but like disease is like a completely different category, and it should have always been infection because it. It's not the same thing. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Um, I agree with this, because everyone and their mothers had, like, an STI at one point or another, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's made, like, such a big deal about in, like, sex ed, but really, like you have gonorrhea, you just take like a fucking yeah. swig of something and it's gone in yeah.
2: a week. I mean, you know, take precaution and obviously. try to make sure you avoid uh,
1: it. Like, don't go out of your way to be like... Don't you, get out of your, go yeah. out of your way to
2: get some gonorrhea <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Oh, you have
1: chlamydia? I always wanted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it is very common. Yes. Someone I know got chlamydia the first time he had sex with a boy. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, queen. <laughs> 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 it wasn't me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, number three is, you can live a normal, fulfilling life living with HIV. This is true now. It is. At the time um, when we were learning it, we had some out. Oh, my God. Especially, especially with you. Especially me. Like, yeah. I, um, we learned... I'm from Waterbury, Connecticut. Waterbury is a very, like, inner city, like, mm-hmm. public school system. So, you learned about sex ed really early on. So, I learned, started learning about sex ed in, like, elementary school. And that was the early 90s. So, yeah. that was, like, the peak of, like oh my God, gay cancer. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, gay cancer was in the eight, like big into the mid to late Mm eighties. And by the nineties, everyone's all like, oh my God, condoms, condoms, condoms." you know, TLC with the condoms on their eyes and everything. So yeah, like I was taught that HIV is the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to you Mm -hmm. on the face of this. There's then here it talks about, uh, you should wear condoms and be on prep. However, if you do contract HIV, it's not the end of the world. It's no longer a death sentence. It doesn't mean you can never have sex or get married. It just means you need to take care of your body and have an open dialogue when meeting partners. Mm-hmm. I just got tested 2 weeks ago for everything. I have a clean bill of health. Thank you very much.
2: There you go. Uh-huh. So I wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> you you wait till there's a problem. I wait till there's a problem <laughs> and then they tell me it's too late to turn back.
1: And luckily, you know, the um, I mean prep is very very expensive, but my insurance covers it. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Practice bottoming on yourself first. Did you ever do this? Practice bottoming on yourself? Like sticking
2: a finger or a toy. (laughs) Oh, totally, yeah. Okay, I've never never played around there by myself. When I was in high school, I used a Sharpie. Really? Yes. Okay. Because a finger seemed you know what? too you're personal not, for
1: me. You're not the first person to tell me they've shoved, like, a pen or something up yeah, there Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. So, I felt yeah, like a Sharpie yeah.
2: seemed, um, obviously it was the back end of a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the um, cap was on. <laughs> <laughs> pull it out and the cap's off. Oh! Uh, but, uh, yeah, because a finger seemed too personal for this me. This says, so. cut. Get, get your lube and cut your nails down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and then before I did anything, I went into, like, toys and shit and when they, I oh, got older. I but. like what this says,
1: too. It, it, I don't care if you're straight, gay, <laughs> bi, or literally anything. If you have a prostate, you should
2: explore this. Agree. Yeah, and if you don't like it, then you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, but, but don't be don't afraid. Be, yeah.
1: Don't be fucking home If you're straight, don't be a fucking homophobe. Oh, that makes you gay. No, it no, feels it good. It yeah. <laughs> all all those fags. Wouldn't be bottoms if they didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Okay, number five. There's more to sex than anal or vaginal penetration. Agree. Yeah. Um, The best sex comes when you have, like, a lot of foreplay
2: beforehand, Mm -hmm. a lot of oral and all that kind of stuff. I hate giving blowjobs. Really? I really don't like it. It all depends. I guess it depends. You know? I have a very strong gag
1: reflex. This is Okay, problem. so I mean, like, if you had, like, a small dick, would you be more open to it? Like, if you
2: were performing on a small dick, would you be more open to it? Um, here's the thing. Okay. With it. I've had small and larger ones yeah. that I performed it on. And it doesn't matter. It all depends on... I've known... Some, I've, one of my frequenters is very kinky. Gotcha. So Does f- he try to, like, face fuck? Yes.
1: Uh, See, I... I have a thing about like, like hand on the head and pushing. Yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 to
2: an extent. That's the thing, and like I've had people that are larger that know. I tell them, or like I, they kind of get an idea once I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah, when for they them. got when they got fucking puke on their dick, they get the idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's one of those things. Like, and that's the motion. That's the thing too, where I. I almost kind of like somebody that's a little bigger yeah. in that sense because then I can They're use more my. Gentle about but I can use it. my yeah. hand too. Yeah, if somebody's absolutely. smaller, you I got. Just, I can only kind of. You use just
1: concentrate that. on the head. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. take it
2: as far as I can go, and then use the bottom. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Okay, number six. It is healthy and normal to be kinky. We just had a conversation about this today. Yes. In our in our text group yes, chat yes. with Jackie. Um, yeah, I agree. We you talked about um, a gentleman caller that you had that enjoys some water sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend of mine text me to tell me that his fr- his boyfriend likes the water sports too on yep. occasion. Yeah, because we were talking about does it turn you on to see how much they're turned on by? Absolutely, and you know, I, I agree. I have a I have a friend that likes public sex, so mm-hmm. there's. A lot of stuff in front of a floor-to-ceiling uh, fucking window yeah. that <laughs> looks yeah. out onto a main road. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, underwear fetishes are fun. Love
2: an underwear um, fetish. I like
1: a good blindfold and a good like cuffing. Oh, you know? Yeah. That's fun. I got do you sh- like Do you like having it done to you, or do you like doing it to other people?
2: Here's the thing. I can go. Out I'm going to go. Way. I'm going to go real for a second. Okay. One of my favorite experiences ever (laughs) was my first daddy that I had. And I was new to all this. Yeah. Like, I was, like, freshly no longer a virgin. Yeah. um, All this shit. And so I went over to this man's house, and we fucked around a few times. He asked me one night to wear a suit. Oh. He made me dinner. Okay. He asked me, and he dressed up, but he had me eat my food on the floor. On a plate. Okay. Okay. But asked me to eat it on the floor. Then he um, took me to a chair, blindfolded me, and tied my arms to the arms and my legs to the legs. And I was completely at his mercy at that point. Gotcha. And, you know, he put things in my mouth and, like, fucking... Fucked with my body and shit, and oh, it was so messy. See, fun. I
1: prefer doing it to the other person, but I had the same friend who liked the window action. Yeah. Had also seen um, the first 50 Shades of Gray mm-hmm. and then wanted to act that stuff out on me. Yeah. So there was a point where it's like I was completely submissive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was fun, but I prefer
2: to be the one doing it. I prefer being submissive, but I can. Switch it up if the yeah. person really wants. Yes, the exactly. Role I mean, it
1: it depends on the person again, too. Yeah. Um. You know, with that person, it was definitely a okay. I'll let you take control situation, yeah. but. If I had my choice it would be me taking control yeah. and doing the things to people I fuck people into
2: pup play that's really fun. that's
1: that sounds fun it is okay number seven not every bump is herpes this I'm the biggest fucking culprit of this yes because I have very sensitive skin and I get a lot of rashes mm-hmm. do from soap from laundry detergent yep from the sun i guess heat rashes it's like so i always have rashes yeah and so i've gotten rashes all over my dick before and mm-hmm. my immediately my immediate thought is herpes i yeah. have herpes yeah and i run to the fucking clinic immediately and then they laugh at me and they're like no it's fucking dermatitis mm-hmm. you know like stuff like yeah. that uh have you ever had a run-in with a bump down there and you're like oh my god oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah,
2: yeah. um trying to think of one specifically like one that really freaked me out and yeah. then the next day it went away Yeah, and I yeah, was just like oh yeah. shit that was just like something Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm the, I've had like my friend Kevin who's the nurse I'd
1: have to take pictures of it and send him like dick pics and be like mm-hmm. what's this and he's yeah. like it's an allergic
2: reaction you dumb fuck and yeah. I'm like but it isn't like <laughs> yeah I shaved one time for somebody. Bumps everywhere. Well, at first it was fine and it was totally smooth. And then I had sex with them. And then as the hair started coming back in, I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. just like an ingrown hair. Like a couple. Yes, that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Here's the
1: thing, too, is like I'm always like very trimmed or manscaped completely. mm -hmm. You know this. I don't believe in genital hair. Gross. Um so I can't shave cuz I'll break out in a fucking rash down there. Yeah. But Nair won't do anything to me. But it can't not, the men's Nair will destroy me down there. Mm-hmm. But if it's like the spa like sensitive yeah. Nair then that's fine and that like won't give me any bumps or rashes. Okay.
2: Something for those of yeah. you who want that.
1: Number 8 Molluscum contagiosum. Uh this is it's a rash that you get down there that most people confuse with an STI. Um, children get them. Um, it's basically they could freeze them off or they could pop, pop them to have the cheese. scraping uh. of... Oh my God! Is it like She's a wart? Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so la- what's
2: the what's the debate about that one? Um, people the, oh, wishing that they had talked about it. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. It's like because it's a very
1: common thing that people gotcha. often think is herpes or genital warts or something like that. Copy that. Uh, number nine: splurge on nice condoms. I mean, if you're one of those people that uses, I, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, I don't really like F- like ripped ending. condoms. though No, but this is saying that like. Like the like the ones you get for free at like Planned Parenthood or like the STD clinic that yeah. I go to, they have like tons of them for yeah. free. I would never use those because like they even describe it in here. They're like it's like putting on a plastic bag. They're just they work and they're effective. Yeah, but they just don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Splurge on some like ultra thin Trojans or yeah, yeah, something.
2: Yeah. You know. Also, don't buy anybody who says they can't put on a condom.
1: No, you know what full I mean. Of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Uh, number ten, men like women can be multi-orgasmic. Um, this talks about practicing your Kegel exercises all the damn time, so you have control over your ejaculation. Uh, this sounds like a lot of work. Yeah.
2: How, what is the Kegel exercise for? A it's man? like
1: it's the same with a woman. It's squeezing like I'm doing them right now. You can't tell. Um, <laughs> it's like almost like clenching up of your sphincter, but it's like more towards your pelvic region. Okay. I'm trying it. <laughs> it's like, um, if you were going pee and you stopped yourself from peeing when you still had to go and then let it go and then stopped yourself. And okay. 11, you know, that's, gotcha, that's gotcha. a Kegel exercise. All right. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11, being a top or bottom or versatile doesn't define you.
2: Yeah, sure. I, see, this is, I agree with that because I find it, uh, I don't get strict I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel like everyone should kind of be versatile, or at least. You can enjoy one more than it, the other. Yeah, you absolutely. One,
2: but, but I feel it like it shouldn't seems... be a deal breaker. No. You know, I mean, because you're going to run it, You may meet somebody that you really like, and then, whoops. Yeah. You both find out that you, you prefer both, one or the other. Yeah, and you're so, both tops. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Fuck around never, with That's it. never going to happen. You're both bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs>
1: there's so few tops in the world. Exactly. Uh, number 12. Erectile dysfunction is normal in young and healthy men. This is very important, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. I would sometimes get, like, stress or anxiety, erectile dysfunction, and... I got uh, the erectile dysfunction from pre-workout one yeah. time. Remember, I told you yeah. about that. I like couldn't get it up for like a, a week or so because yep. it was called stim dick. It's like an overstimulation from like the shit that's in like non-FDA approved pre-workouts. Mm-hmm. I really do wish they talked about this in sex education. Yeah, uh, that you know, performance anxiety. You know, don't obsess over it. If you'll do, it'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh number 13, many antidepressants can mess with your sex drive. This doesn't um apply
2: to me, but yeah, I've heard know. it before. Yeah, I, I don't imagine. Take... There's a podcast that I listen to sometimes called Sex and Other Human Activities. Okay. And they were talking about it because um, a guy, one of the hosts on the show, was on antidepressants for a long yeah. time. I think he still is, and it fucked with it, he couldn't come. Yeah. Um, he can get hard, he couldn't come. And then somebody wrote in to them saying that partner couldn't get it up as a result gotcha. of that. Gotcha. Um, as a result of that, they just decided let's just kind of have fun with sex mm-hmm. and see other alternatives that we yeah. can do and both both parties ended up having a blast with I trying like, something a little well, more Well, I feel like you find, like
1: when you have something like that where it's just not about like let me shove my dick in you, yeah. you get to like learn more about the person's body and exactly. everything and that makes for a whole much better sexual experience. Experience. yes uh number four uh, this goes be vocal about what you want during sex no one is a mind reader there's no way he's gonna guess what you like you can and should give him clues if you like to if you like to if you like to be choked there's missing a word in this okay take his hand and put it around your neck see i agree with these there's a way to tell people what you like without making it sound like they're doing a terrible job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Know, like Totally. Uh I agree. Like if somebody's doing something to me, I'll be extra vocal about being pleased with that. Yeah. Like, yes, keep mm-hmm.
2: oh, just like that. Keep yeah, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Or even like, you know, you can tell them to just <coughs> add a little lo- like not correcting them. Like not like move you by like this type of thing. Yeah. But like, you know while they're fucking you if you're enjoying it and then you want to be choked in the process yes you can maybe take their hand and put it on your neck. Yeah, or well, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah. Take their baby, hand and put it on your neck. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Let them, because I feel like then it's like, this is good. Let me just help you make I'll it I'll also, a like, I'll make, like, baby steps to, like, to try, you know. I thought you were going to say sounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I may make some weird sounds, but that ain't one of mm-hmm. them. Uh, I mean, unless somebody's into that, let yeah. me know. You got to no. be vocal about it. <laughs> um Uh, I'll do, like, little things to kind of test the waters to see if somebody likes something. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll grab on to, like, their hair a little bit. And if they respond positively, I'll pull it a little hard. Mm -hmm. You know, like, kind of... I like to explore the person. Yeah. Like,
2: so... I can find out with them without them having to blatantly tell me. Well, a friend of mine told me. I mean, hair pulling may be a little different if you're yeah. doing it from the back, especially. But um, they said a person's eyes will tell you before their mouth if they're not yes, into something. Yes, exactly. So you got to pay attention when you're with that person if you're yeah. trying something. If you have a, ch- if you can see their face, look into their eyes, and if you know it's a, pro- you'll know it's a problem if it is. What have you done, like personally, if somebody's giving you like a bad blowjob?
1: Do you like try to teach them how to do it right or do you like
2: oh that's a good question just sit back and let the terribleness happen depending on the person yeah if it's something i'm not really enjoying yeah if it's somebody that i it's weird i i think most people that i've gotten a blowjob from have actually been pretty good at it okay um i've had some so-so ones yeah um If it's somebody I usually don't give a shit about or if I know it's going to be just like a kind of like one and done type of scenario, Uh it'll either be, it'll either be, I'll just kind of go with it Mm -hmm. or I'll be really mean and tell them (laughs) what's going to happen. Um, dude who almost got me arrested. Trust me. Crazy Yeah. yeah. Trust me. I was mean. Yeah. But he was good. He was just crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah very aggressive okay not in like a sexy way Mm -hmm. it was more like it felt like what i'd imagine being fucked by a dog gotcha but i liked it in a way yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) good for you yeah
1: well i've told you about (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want to fuck that pussy
2: yeah, it's a problem. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. I fuck. I fuck people who make really obnoxious noises. Yeah. Um, or like try and talk dirty, but it ain't working. See, I've never had somebody turn
1: me off with dirty. They've. I've never had somebody that's been terrible at dirty talk. Yeah, I'm know? not great
2: at dirty talk. I'm good at it. I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, I have too much of a valley girl voice that I feel like it's too hard to take it, you know, seriously. Yeah, you want daddy's cock. Yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 work, queen, best, work. Yeah, <laughs> bring that pussy up, or was the step your pussy up? Step your step your pussy up. Step your pussy, step pussy your up. Fuck my dick. <laughs> you want to have my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I always like to end sex with a joke too. Like after everything's completed, not, I do t- not I, in the process. I'm a fan too. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Tell them to wipe out my children.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> like shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Or uh, uh, I'm gonna go abort them in the shower. Be yeah, bad. or uh,
2: <laughs> getting it on you and saying like oh, you're the toaster strudel now. Or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, you know because you could have really good sex or really bad sex, but depending, always end it with a joke. Yes, unless it's exactly. you know horrible, yeah. you never yeah. want to see that person again. Yes. And just tell him to leave or get the <laughs> fuck
1: out. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's the list for Pride.com this week. We'll have more coming to you. I got a couple more saved up. Okay. Was that um, just
2: porn I saw when you were going through before? No. Oh, okay. That it's, was the Pride.com It's just a hot shirt list, dude. I was like, what are you watching porn on your phone? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like we should talk about, too, Mr. James Ivory, who wrote the screenplay for Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Came out and said some bashing against the director, Luca Guadagnino. Sure. Um, (laughs) And it's a problem that I had with the movie, too, if you go back and listen to our review. Mm -hmm. Uh, What he says is, because Guadagnino um, said that he didn't have any nudity in the movie because it was an artistic decision, and nudity was irrelevant, And James Ivory goes, that's bullshit. (laughs) And what he said was, when Lucas says he never thought of putting nudity in, that is totally untrue. He sat in this very room where I am sitting now, talking about how he would do it. So when he says that it was a conscious, aesthetic decision not to, well, that's just bullshit. What he's saying is um, um, that... Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet had nudity clauses in their contracts mm-hmm. that were in place before they even signed on to the movie. What, what would you have? Would you have liked to have seen like a cock shot in there, not in like an arousing? Well, thing, that's the thing.
2: I, you in yeah. a
1: real, because Ivory says um, when people are wandering around before or after making love, they're de- decorously covered with sheets, like yeah, in a movie. I hate that. It always seemed phony to me. I never liked doing that and I don't do it as you know because in his movie Maurice that he made like back in the 90s um, there was full male nudity in there and he said to me that's a more natural way of doing things than to hide them or to do what Luca did which is to pan the camera out a window towards some trees which I I fully agree with that. I hated that they shied away from that stuff like that for like this kind of not steamy but it's an R-rated art house. Well that's the thing. I considering that it's an art house movie.
2: If it was yeah. like if it was, you know, 20th Century Fox putting it out yeah. or some shit panning over to the window, I'd be like, "Okay, well at least, you know, they're acknowledging that they're fucking type yeah. of thing, you know what I mean? Um you could have used it in an art house movie, um definitely. And yeah, the whole thing. I would have liked to have seen them kind of one of my favorite things and I did this the other night when I um hung out with a friend of mine. After we were done, we went outside and smoked a cigarette naked. Like yeah, It was just you, kind of like... You, you just, don't... It's not, you don't, like, walk around in a sheet. No. Like. And, like, that's the thing. It's like, it, it happens a lot, obviously, because you see a lot more um, heterosexual yeah. scenes in movies. But, like, nothing irritates me more than an actress covering her breasts after having sex like you know whatever a nudity like if you have a nudity clause then don't do the movie
1: yes exactly well that's another thing too is i saw timmy had sent me this article originally thanks timmy Mm -hmm. and he saw it because a friend of his on facebook said like this they had an issue with you know since they're straight actors playing gay like if you're going to commit to a gay role, don't shy away from yeah. being naked with a guy. You know I what agree. I mean? I yeah. agree with that fully, too. Like, I think we're going to get... We're going to talk about, um, sh- like, gay act... Or straight actors playing gay when we get to our Love, Simon review. Mm-hmm. But if you're
2: going to do it, do it. Go with it. Commit Go for to it. it. Yeah, that's, Anybody doing anything that's, like, yeah. a sexy movie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so
1: I... I agree with James Iver. I'm he's an old, he's like, What is he like 90 now? Yeah. Good
2: for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know? He's got nothing to hide yeah, anymore. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> okay, should, should we get into our movies now that we talked about gay shit? I'd say so.
0: Father, sister. If you've ever felt different, how would you ever dress to your prom, dude?
1: I don't get
0: that. Of course you don't get that. If you've ever felt alone. I thought
1: you ought to go to Weight Watchers camp this summer. We
2: compromised and had a jaw wired shut.
1: You can
0: hardly tell. If you've ever felt like you don't belong.
2: Buddy Miller, sports counselor. We have a sports
3: counselor.
0: Think fast. There's a place you can go.
3: A guy like you could have a really lucky summer in a place like this, huh?
0: starting to get that idea where you'll fit right in
2: you're only a few pounds heavier than Ellen. i think i know your sister cinderella
0: everybody's got a part they'd kill for you
2: sabotaged my makeup i did not sit down
1: you are a scary little girl
0: and all you need to bring is your dreams
1: i know you're scared
0: it's not that my parents are here
1: it's about time they met their daughter
3: here in the dark I stand before you. When I was eight years old, I asked my father to send me to acting class. And you know what he said? You're not even the prettiest one in your class.
0: I think you're very pretty. One to love <laughs> and no one to love. IFC Films presents a comedy <laughs> oh. about drama.
2: Ow! Fiddler on the roof. It's colorblind casting. What do you want me to do? Do we look like any Jews you know? are
1: you people what planet did you beam down for? all right so we're going to be talking about the 2003 film camp mm-hmm. which is it's kind of a a gay cult film if i'd I've, say I, so. I would absolutely say that definitely um and their new film love simon which is now playing in theaters mm-hmm. so go see it go support it yes it, it does deserve your money mm-hmm. very much yeah. so unlike um, midnight
2: sun yeah <laughs>
1: steal that movie yeah um so these are since they're both kind of like very happy queer centric films um did you want to mention any other gay movies that you think are worth watching like indie because love simon is the first studio backed one yeah yeah yeah
2: what other kind of teen targeted gay films do you think people should search out well we've already did an episode (laughs) on but i'm a cheerleader and um gbf
1: and gbf is probably the the
2: closest equivalent, I'd say, to Love Simon. Yeah, because when I saw the trailer for Love Simon and I saw that I got a PG 13, I yep. was just like, mm. Because I had studio money behind it. Yes. Yep. But I was just like, this bullshit. Bad and then I saw bullshit. it and I loved it. Yeah. But... Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um, GBF is a great movie. Yes. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Well, probably, I'll be using it a lot when we discuss Love Simon to have like comparisons. And yeah, everything. totally. But that's a very, that's an indie film done in a very mainstream way. Totally. It's Mean Girls with a Gay Protagonist.
2: It's just so unfortunate because it would have been a fun
1: little hit. It should have been th- a, fun a huge little hit. hit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can watch it on Amazon Prime, Hulu, and
2: Netflix, so you have no fucking excuse. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Edge of Seventeen is one. Edge of Seventeen's great. That's a lot yeah. more of a coming-of-age. Yep. Um Saved, which I love. It's not the focus, necessarily, yeah, but it's but a, it's a in great there. subplot of it. It's a great subplot, and it's coming of age for a lot of different types <clears throat> yes. of people, especially yeah. at that time. Like that was around that age when I started yep. questioning re- religion and my upbringing and stuff yes. like that. So that's a good movie to make you question. She has that great line in it where she says, "You ever?" When
1: she's talking about Mary, the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Do you she, ever do you you think, you think, think she, she lied? She, she lied. I, I know.
2: I could see why a girl would. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think that works for anybody who is a, <coughs> just kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Like, going through yep. some change in their life. And Mandy Moore's Hillary Fay is just yes. everything. Um... And then one more that I kind of forgot about, um, but speaking of Edge of 17, Gypsy 83.
1: Yes, Abs-
2: 100%. Same, uh, the guy who wrote Edge of 17 wrote and directed
1: Gypsy, Gypsy 83. 83. He also did Not Another Game, or Another, another Gay, gay movie, movie. And Another Gay Sequel. Which, I've never seen Another Gay Sequel. Another, another Gay abide. Movie is cute, like it's it's fun, fun. Spoof. It's
2: a parody of American But vibe. yeah, but it's...
1: it's Stupid. What? It is profoundly stupid. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's because,
2: fun. Well, the story is, like, he wanted to get distribution for Gypsy 83, which is a great movie, yeah. if you can find it anywhere. It's legit a good movie. Like, yes. yeah, Karen Black has an amazing cameo in Karen it, too. Karen Black is so good in that yeah. movie. Sarah Rue is great. Yep. I don't know who plays her friend. I forget his name. He's really good yeah. in it, too. Um, but he's got some coming-of-age shit going on. I love on. a good goth fag, you know I what do I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, that. Yeah. There's that meme that was going on
1: around online where it says... Uh, all the gays to the emo girls in middle school and it's the Thorgie, I'm open to alliances. Yep.
2: <laughs> like, that is so true to life. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love too, because like, um, punk and goth are now like a style yeah. thing again, and so there's a great uh meme I've seen that was just I was a punk when it was just called Hey Faggot. Yeah, I love that yep. one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'd say... Those are my three. Okay. I, GBF most definitely. I
1: love Edge of 17. And when I say Edge of 17, we're talking about the 1998 film. Yes. I
2: still haven't seen um, that new There's one.
1: a new one. It's, it's not queer centric at all, but it's really fucking good. Yeah. It's a good coming of age teen movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gypsy 83, uh, the way he looks, I've talked about numerous times. Yeah, That's that available on watch. Netflix. That is, one of the most heartwarmingly adorable movies I've ever seen. It's so simple, and it's just so cute. And yeah. it's about a blind boy who falls in love with a new boy in school. And that's mm. why it's the way he looks. Yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. Know? Gotcha. That's the joke there. Mm. <laughs> but it's very sweet. It has a lot in common with Love, Simon, too. Like, he's got this, like, fag hag best friend girl. You know, there's always... Yeah. All these movies have. There has to be. There has to be a fag hag involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a very good one. Boys is another one. I think. I think it's. Is it from Iceland or Sweden or something? That's Mm -hmm. on Netflix as well. That's a very good. It's seventy eight minutes long too, so it's short and to the point. Yeah, Yeah. huge plus. And I also want to give a shout out to um, a play, a musical. Okay, I was watching it when you walked in. All right. Yeah, it's bear. Which is about two um, two gay boys that fall in love in, in like the late '90s in a Catholic high school, mm-hmm. and it's really good, like okay. really, really. It took Timmy to see a production of it um, a couple years ago, and he fell in love with it. And there's just like such amazing songs in it. Um, they're they're doing it's it it's hard to see it because it's not a popular play, mm-hmm. but there's a production this summer in Freeport, New York, which. I can't find the theater anywhere. It's called, like, The Human's Being. Okay. I can't find... Like, it doesn't exist online, so I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then there's another one in Pennsylvania, Taylor, Pennsylvania, at the Act Out Theater. Okay. Um, Lawler Girls, do you know what that is? Is is that close to you? Let's meet up and go see a play. (laughs) Actually, I think Ginny lives in New York now. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, so we're going to be talking about Camp. Uh, when did you get for, get exposed to camp
2: the first um, time? I was in college. Yeah. Um, my best girl, Amanda, yes. loved this movie when it came out. And I forget how she... I was not expecting what the movie was based on how she sold it to me. Yeah. Um, I think she, t- she told me that it was a creepy movie. And there's a creepy character in it. There's a creepy character, but that yeah. wasn't the reason. Yeah. The reason was because her mother did, um, her mother still does, yeah. uh, costumes for a lot of local play productions. So a lot of high school shit she does. So me and her would go and bring her, like, oh, I need, you know, more glue for my yeah, girl Like, can you bring that and a few extra props? And we we're like, yeah, sure. So we bring them, and we'd see these musical theater kids uh-huh. just like hanging out in the summertime. Oh, it's real. It like, is. It is, and that's real. the thing. So, and she would. I see, was the musical theater kid. I was. I know. Not, I she, know all these motherfuckers
1: in this movie. She
2: said to, she would see me get visibly like uneasy <laughs> around them just because it's so. It's just so intense. Yes. It's really intense. And so that's why she described it as a creepy movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because she knew for me it was probably a horror movie. Honestly, that camp looks like hell
1: on earth to me. Well, that's Stage Door Manor in New York. That's a real Mm -hmm. real performing arts camp. Okay, gotcha. And I've seen a couple other plays online. They are not that good in no. real
2: life. <laughs> well, I love the musical sequences in yes, this movie. They're but they, so the good. kids at Stage Door are not as good as the kids in camp. <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um but that said, once I saw the movie, I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's adorable. It's just yeah. It's so fucking cheap. Like yeah. it's cheap,
1: cheap, cheap. Yeah. The Todd Graff wrote and directed it. Mm-hmm. And um one might know him as the screenwriter of Beautician and the Beast, starring Fran Drescher. Drescher. He also um, made uh, Band Slam, that Vanessa Hudgens movie. Mm-hmm. And um, Joyful Noise with our girl okay, Kiki. Kiki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, he's done shit. Yeah. You know,
2: Dolly Parton, obviously. Yeah. Well, I saw Dan DeVito was credited on this He's movie a producer. producer. Yeah, he yeah. Has,
1: his Jersey Films is who kind of flip the bill yeah. like when they were looking for distribution yeah. for it, which IFC put it out and mm-hmm. that's how I saw it three times in a theater. It came to the York Square Theater that's in it was in downtown New Haven. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But it was like the shithole theater that used to get like the naughty NC seventeen. Didn't you see a dirty films. shame there? I saw a dirty shame there. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> saw bad education there. Mm-hmm. Saw the dreamers. I saw Me the too, naughty Mom, shit. También. No, I saw that in Waterbury. That oh, okay. Played at like the shithole theater there. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, um, there was a great. Th- so I saw all the da- naughty shit there. So when this like jaunty teen musical yeah. thing came out, I was like, really? Yeah. Really? It, like I was still this. It came out during the summer so i wasn't in school but i Mm -hmm. was in i was a it was between my freshman and sophomore year of college okay so i would drive down here to new haven from waterbury to see it yeah and i loved it because it is so fucking true to life Mm -hmm. but also i just i love just that the characters were so real to me and what i experienced in musical theater that makes sense yeah uh we had a couple people write in to us about this. Okay. Um one of the Lawler girls wrote in after you God threw shade <laughs> after you threw shade at them yes. last week. Um uh Ginny says, best part of the movie camp besides Fritzy being amazing. <sighs> Is when Michael is upset during the production of Romeo and Juliet and goes straight into Maria's speech from West Side Story. Mm -hmm. How many bullets are in the gun, Chino? Michael truly is love, and Robin DeJesus is awesome. We saw him in In the Heights on Broadway. Yes, he played Sonny on Broadway in In the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical before Hamilton. Okay. He was amazing in that. Um, since you're not into like musical theater as much as I was, did you get that he went from Romeo and Juliet to West Side Story? Not at all. There's a lot of in-jokes. I still in don't. Jokes. I there's,
2: didn't know until you just said it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of in-jokes in the movie for like theater kids, which is why I kind of appreciate it. Like yeah. there's the joke too when um, Fritzy first meets um, the blonde girl. What's her face? Jill. Jill. Yeah, yeah. she says, uh, she's like do I know you? And she goes, yeah. She goes, we were in Night Mother together. Night Mother is a play that only has two characters. Gotcha. So, like, the joke—that's okay. the yeah. joke. There is that. She, that she girl, she she's had so had full of herself her. that yeah. she can't even remember that she was in a play where With she one was other the person. only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So I like how there's kind of that
2: stuff in there too. Okay. Um, like I said, it's oh, like if you're only if you're a theater nerd, do you get that? And they're smart because yeah they throw those jokes in there but somebody like me who knows nothing about anything in that world really yeah still appreciates and enjoys the movie yeah um and uh garrett gravedust on instagram said
1: i often still think that vlad is one of the best sociopathic characters to ever be on film he is he a problematic is a goddamn character. psycho wow is he a terrible human being yeah uh we need to talk about him a lot what do you think his sexuality is do you think he's straight or do you think he doesn't know yet?
2: I don't think he knows yet. There is that really. That scene by the lake yes. at the end? Yeah. That's, and I always. Because I hadn't seen this movie in a few years. Yeah. So I. When that was happening, I was like, do they kiss? Do they. I forgot the kiss all, or not?
1: That scene always like did things to me. And I. Like, not necessarily in a. Ooh, that's kind of hot way. Yeah. In a,
2: this is weird. Like this yeah. is
1: very unnerving. Kind it's one of, of those way. things where
2: it's like he could either kiss him or he's about to fucking kill him. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Like I don't is, know. I, I mean, either way, he's rock hard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is fucking ready
1: to fuck Michael's ass in yep. that scene. He's. Yep. I mean, I obviously we don't see any nudity, but the no. implication is that he's, he's nude. It, yeah, yeah, and that Michael sees his cock for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vlad is a terrible human being, and. I knew Vlad's. I knew that honest-to-God straight kid. You know what I mean? My best friend, Matt, in school, he was, like, the honest-to-God straight kid in the theater Mm -hmm. department that all, like, the basic white girls wanted to, like, have, like, 10,000 of his babies. Yeah. But then um, our friend Marissa, her younger brother... Joined the drama club two years, like uh, when we were juniors, he mm-hmm. was a freshman and he like took over. And it was like they would battle it out for the lead of the school play every year. It's so insane. It's, to me. But it wasn't like an evil thing. It was no, just, no, like, just they, like they would be, because they got along, they were very good friends, but they would unwillingly be like put up against each other gotcha. as like old school and new school. And yeah. CJ always, CJ got tony over him in west side story and he got the lead in fame over him Mm -hmm. and matt got like one of the backup parts and it was yeah yeah mm -hmm. well yeah but yeah vlad is a very problematic character Mm -hmm. and i do you think he's good looking
2: um i don't personally i think maybe for like you know kids watching the movie that are around that age at the time maybe especially during that period yeah because he's very a product because he became like this like gay almost like sex symbol for like
1: a year or two after this movie came out i don't see it but again i saw it when i was in college later on in the 2000s he also did a movie a couple years after this called the unfabulous life of ethan green mostly unfabulous life of ethan green and he played another a gay character in that and he got like butt fucked in it and mm-hmm. shit like that so that like kind of fed into it too yeah he never had a career really after he left acting actually but what do you think of the acting all
2: around in this movie they're very young rough yes. <laughs> anna kendrick's the best one in it anna kendrick
1: i when i saw this in theaters somebody asked me How's the movie and i legit said i go I go, it's really cute, the acting's rough, but there's one girl that's a standout, and mm-hmm. it was Anna Kendrick. Like, yep. you could see why this bitch became a star.
2: Yeah, she absolutely. She steals every fucking scene she's in. My favorite is, um, after the whole who Lunch thing. Yeah, and, which um, is an amazing performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her yeah. singing voice, yeah. And, um, it's the last scene before, um, they unclip the wires in the girl's mouth. Yeah. And, um, Jill's face breaks out. Yeah and she's like you sabotaged my makeup didn't you bitch or something she goes yeah. I did not sit down and like, then she just fucking attacks yeah but just, she doesn't even look at her she's, she's just, just looking at me. such her. this
1: deadpan delivery yep. and, like, she's fucked and the goddamn show mm-hmm. must go on so let's get cracking <laughs> yeah. shall we and uh, I I saw an interview with her that was probably from a couple years ago so okay. it was a more recent one and they asked her about that movie and they're like oh you know what are your thoughts on like your performance in that she goes honestly she goes I wish I did more with it because she said that since it was she was sixteen years, fifteen or sixteen yeah. years old. And since She's was, such a baby. Yeah, since it was her first movie, she was so concerned about like, oh my god, I I get to be in the makeup chair. Somebody's gonna do my, hair you know, like yeah, exciting yeah, yeah. It's things exciting. for like a teenager. That she didn't, re- it didn't really register with her. She's like, I wanted to be like the pretty girl, so it didn't register to her that she, she could have gone full. She psycho. was playing this like. Super dark, fucked up yep. dyke. You know, yep. like for she's a lesbian, yeah, 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 and she yeah. even said like she was like she was like I wish I played more into the fact that she's sexually attracted mm-hmm. to Jill because yep. she clear, she's washing her panties by yes. hand and everything. Yeah, and it's super creepy how she kind of like waits on her hand and foot. Yep, she even like sabotages that poor fat girl who wants the oh, turkey. It's so upsetting.
2: <laughs> what did did she say like um, I mean you're going to be wearing you know mini skirts. I'm trying to be a friend (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's so good oh yeah I felt so bad for the fact there's a lot of what I feel like I like a lot about this movie and it's what I liked about GBF and it's also what I like about Love, Simon too a lot of these teen movies actually they have, like, that core group of BG, like, the mm-hmm. background actors, yeah. who are kind of their own people. Yes. And in this, this was, I believe this was non-union, so they could... I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> they could... I mean, there's no names in the movie. Yeah. So Robin Jesus is, like, a name now yeah. because of his Broadway, but he wasn't back then. Yeah. So there's no names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So they were... De- they definitely... They would throw lines to, like, these, like, kids that were just there. So yeah. I like the world building that, it like, it's... these kids there, and they all kind of have their own little tiny personality. I agree. Even though I feel like a lot of them kind of get shafted on, like, well, what happened to that character? Like, what happened to the fat girl? Did she ever get her her just
2: dessert, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. I would have wanted her to have her own little redemption. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Yeah. there's a little blonde boy.
2: He's um, one of my favorites. He's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love the little black kid with the tap dancing. He gets his moment. Yep, that yeah. That I love too. That's him and his cousin are really fucking, or his brother? I forget. I can't remember. I think it's his brother.
2: Yeah. Um, Them I would have liked to have seen a little more of. They Absolutely. were just secondary yeah. characters. Yeah. And, you know, they would have been fun. Same thing with the other gay boy. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which spits. Spitzer, the the cute one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was the cutest thing on the face of
1: the earth back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like I was so jealous. I'm like, oh, he's so cute. He's like, he's much older than me. He is born in 1981. Not much older. He's he's (laughs) he's (laughs) much much older. He was way into his 20s when he did this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think of the music numbers? Because the reason why we did this movie
2: is because you posted that you were listening to the soundtrack. Yes. They're my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Especially the ladies who lunch. Ladies, who the whole it. ending. Uh, Here's where I stand. Yes, when uh, Jenna,
1: poor Jenna, her parents wired her mouth shut so she would lose weight during the summer. So fucked up. I, I wish my parents did that because I can't fit a Dorito in my mouth with it wired shut.
2: <laughs> Maybe I could have lost a few pounds. She didn't need to lose that much weight, though. I
1: know. She wasn't that
2: fat. She wasn't. No. She, just, she was a, just... She's a teenager. She had, like, curve. Like, yeah. when I think of a
1: curvy woman, that's what I think. You know what I mean? I mean, they had
2: her in all those frumpy clothes throughout of the entire course. movie, yeah. too. Obviously, yeah. to make her look bigger. But then she comes out at the end looking fierce during exactly. the whole big, uh, you know, whatever yeah, exactly. curtain call.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. a beautiful yeah. moment, though. It is. Thinks.
1: It's such a... It's... Cause she's got like that emotion on her face, and yes. the asshole dad is in the fucking audience and everything. Mm-hmm. I love that.
2: Yeah, Michael looks really good as a girl too, I, he's beautiful. That? He yeah. looks very much like a '90s Wigstock type of queen, or like yes. he could be in Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, um, I do love though. I wrote this down um, when they're talking about um, what you call it, Vlad being a Prozac junkie, and he's got yeah. OCD, and Michael says. You can take a pill for yours. I'm still some teenage drag queen with bad skin who can't put on a dress without getting the crap beat out of him. And I just want to say, Aja did good. <laughs> She is totally because at Asha. one point when I, in the very beginning when it's that shot of the him game kicked out, which like, is so badly shot, like it's so that's the problem. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like it it's looks not too, a real fast dash. Yeah, it's a little yeah. too light. Yeah, but that shot of his face while it's happening, and I was just like, it looks like gosh <laughs> It totally does look like a little teenager. Holy
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love that whole opening number too
2: the um, yeah that's beautiful how shall I see you through she, my tears D's her name Sasha Allen yeah, yeah D I wanted more of her throughout the absolutely. movie absolutely she's the best singer yep um, white girl can sing too Ellen yeah, yeah, yeah She's all. but like why not have D be the fucking lead in Dreamgirls yeah exactly well, I she, didn't get it she,
1: they showed that she was the for those of you who only know the movie she was the Beyonce character if you look off into the wings oh, okay. during the performance I had no idea yeah.
2: I thought that because we show Ellen singing the song that she was automatically the lead.
1: Well, Ellen, oh, is Ellen playing the lead? Ellen is playing um, the Jennifer Hudson character, which is, they're kind of...
2: You're telling me Beyonce ain't the lead in the movie? Beyonce's the lead <laughs> oh, in okay, the movie. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha.
1: so Sasha, Allen D is playing that character. Gotcha. I am you. I feel like such like a novice use it, but I'm trying to relate to the people who don't know what the play is and using their action. Effie is who Ellen is playing, and gotcha. Effie's the fat girl that... Um, the guy leaves for Beyonce's character. Gotcha. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and she gets kicked out of the group because she doesn't fit like the hot model gotcha. of the girl band and stuff like that. Copy that. So
2: that's why they got fucking ugly Ellen playing. <laughs> <laughs> she has my favorite moment in the movie too, when which, Vlad is making out with um, D. Yeah, and um, which I love her in that scene because she's like, she's giving it back to him. Yes, she's being a bitch. Yeah, I like it. Um, but, yeah, when she walks in and catches them, first of all, she runs in looking like a moron, yeah. all excited. And then she sees the two of them rolling around on the bed, and she just does that dramatic drop of her um, fucking... Her bag. Her little bag, yeah. and then just does that... <sighs> she, she has my yeah. other favorite part, too, is when they're backstage getting ready for
1: the, um, the, uh, the <laughs> show. For the final show. Yeah, yeah. and he goes, Ellen, can you please pass the base? And she just stares at him and goes... Yep, and just slams it yep. on the table. That can always give me a good chuckle.
2: <laughs> uh, Freaking, what do you think about Michael having sex with Dee? Uh, I, I, I was trying to put it into context of maybe the time period. Yeah, like, well, that's well, I feel like that's a true to life thing too. Is where you try to
1: experiment. Like maybe I'm not gay. Yeah, and, yeah, know, I like, guess so. And like, I feel like. I think it was really badly handled. I do too. But, like, he kind of makes up for it at the end where he says, You pressured me into it. I did that because of you. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. if you've watched that for the first time, and, like, after he has sex with her, he's all happy and, like, mm-hmm. go, like, I'm like, What? No. Yeah. yeah Don't be yeah. happy that you, like, betrayed
2: who you are yeah. and had sex with a girl and like he comes to that realization at the end and too. that's why i like to like d was just kind of like he talked about you the entire like it was none special yeah. for her it's not like oh i'm fucking michael now yeah like, you know. <laughs> we we's fucking <laughs> exactly she knows he's a fag yeah of course she, she just kind of did it to help that's him, him gonna, out i think. mean
1: both these girls that's not going to be the first fag they have sex with it ain't going to be the last one no, they have sex absolutely with Absolutely one of them is going to get I can picture Ellen getting pregnant by a fag in college. Absolutely. And she'll keep that <laughs> she'll thing, about baby. She'll say she ain't getting no abortion. No, nope. Yeah. What's your favorite, what's your other favorite parts of the movie? Cause oh. I have a few. Ladies Who Lunch, obviously. Ladies Who Lunch is an amazing number. Turkey Lurkey Time is an insane
2: dance number. And That's then, the Christmas one, right? That it's, Which yeah is that? Yeah. Like the Neil Simon thing. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, yeah. It's
0: Turkey Lurkey yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah that the, gets really intense the one that
0: lee
1: and michelle butchered in that let's have a kiki mash up in an episode of glee oh
0: god
2: yeah wolf. um one of my favorite moments it's not like a standout moment yeah. in the movie it just makes me laugh now looking at it mm-hmm. is when vlad first goes to burke burt burt yeah when he first goes to burt Bert hanley burt is the
1: name I... of and whatever happened to baby jane the business manager. Holy shit. Yeah.
2: I didn't, didn't know that. Tad Graf is obviously a fag. Well, clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> he made this movie in and makes the petition the beast. <laughs> um, I just really laugh when um, Vlad goes to Bert's hotel room, I guess. Or it's like a his dorm. Se- it's a dorm. A dorm for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks like, and he's got that frozen expression. Because yep. to me, it looks like a really bad grinder porn. Yeah, <laughs> <Like> <laughs> young boy meeting a daddy for the yep. first time. Because I've been in that situation too, where I've met a daddy and an older dad, an older daddy yep. who looks a lot older in person no, and doing the photos. They so, always you know. do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was fun. That makes me laugh. <laughs> and when he pukes on him, yes, absolutely. Because I love the idea of an adult puking on a teenager. And like, I don't know. Uh, David L- L-
1: Letterly I think is his name who plays v- Vlad mm-hmm. um, I can't decide if I think he's a good actor or not because he has like some really good moments but then there's like he has these like real sissy moments and I don't know if they're intentional like when he gets the puke on him he's like Oh I'm here, yeah 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 yeah." <laughs> and then he's like when he meets him for the first time he's like I listened to you the album of the children's hour like 17 times you
2: know such a fucking creep yeah he's a terrible terrible human being yeah he's then when he plays the song I which is like a. for you Is that the song that he writes? And only you, wherever I go, I find you. (laughs) That's the one that they all sing together, right? Uh, Oh no, no, that's uh, oh you're talking about Sentry Plant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which looks like the fucking talk to an angel video when Bert has like
1: his realization that he's not going to be a drunk fucking, and he starts playing the piano, which pisses me off. Epic. Oh, I hate it. See, that's what I I I'm okay with him having like an arc like that, like a redemption Mm -hmm. arc. But the speech that he gives is something that these kids really needed to hear. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And uh, he gives the speech where it's, um, you know, he goes, what happens here is not normal. You know, you're not going to, most of you will not make it. And I feel like you have to hear
2: that. Totally.
1: If you're going to work in the arts. Especially these kids today. Yeah. (laughs) These drag race queens just crying every episode. And, you know, he... (laughs) Teen fag hags grow up to be adult, adult fag,
0: fag hags. hags. I love that he said
2: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey Jackie. <laughs> <Hello>. hey, <Cox. laughs>
2: Also, the amount of Shasta that he's drinking in this movie. It's insane. My teeth yeah. were hurting just watching it. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. I love how he has a redemption, but at the end, he's still secretly he still drinking. <laughs> like yeah. He's never going to stop drinking. When, he just learns the, that these kids are cool. Now, did you, did you know who Stephen Sondheim was? Yeah, I know who Sondheim okay. is. I mean, I couldn't tell you. like two, I couldn't list five Sondheim plays, probably. Okay, okay. Um, but, like, it's Sweeney I know the name. Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the, the name, and I know what he looks like. A lot of West Side like.
1: Story. Yeah. Did he do you yeah. do
2: Company? Yes.
1: Okay. I know company. Yeah.
2: And I love, too, the reveal that it's like Stephen Silent but it's wearing these baggy ass khakis and like this ill fitting wrinkled shirt. He's an old man. I know he's an old man, but it's one of those things where it's like, the way you it's know shot the way it's panning up to him, it's just like, like oh, we're gonna see. The way
1: it's shot is like something that would normally be shot to, for like a sexy reveal, of exactly. A and it's or an something. old yeah. Steven Sondheim He's got like a young fucking boy too mm-hmm. in real Cause life because he can.
2: Because he can. Yeah, it's yeah. a rich fucking homo mm-hmm. right there.
1: <laughs> Good
2: for him. That's the thing too. This is two thousand three. Yeah. So he was old then. He, I was he's how like old. He is now.
1: I'll check his age right now because I'm super curious myself because he's got to be in his nineties now. He's gumming this young man that he's having sex with. (laughs) Well, he can't get him up himself. No, so so he's gonna, you know, just. Yeah. uh, He was born in
2: 1930. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) He lived through the dust bowl. (laughs) So
1: he is. He's. Oh my god, what's the math? Is he 88? Did I do that right? Sure. (laughs) Yeah? Is that right, (laughs) Jerry? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so he's 88 years old. Oh, he did Into the Woods too. I forgot that one. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't like Into the Woods that much. So mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd is better. Yeah. Uh, what are your like? Do you think it's a good queer film for like little fags to watch?
2: Yeah, for the right kind of fag. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I I liked it. M- when I was in college, I liked it because I thought it was just kind of a stupid movie. Yeah. Um, now I actually appreciate it for what I think it's trying to do. I think it's sweet little I do, movie. too.
1: And it, I do like how it... it like, it feels... It shot like shit, obviously. They had no budget. And, yeah. like, I, I watched it on Hulu. I have the DVD somewhere. I didn't want to fucking dig it out. Mm-hmm. So I watched it on Hulu. Yeah. It's a terrible transfer on Hulu. So it yeah. looks like garbage. Mine
2: was the HD iTunes rental. Oh, <laughs> okay. <Whoa. laughs> Is it not HD? Oh, it's HD. Yeah. It just brings out... Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bring out Michael's bad skin even more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Robin Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's improved, I'm sure. Oh,
1: he looks great now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like it represents a lot of like different gay kids too. Like I like how there was a lot of them in there. This
2: is true, you yeah, know. And absolutely, I, I
1: do like that Michael. You know, it does. It has a not. When we talk about Love Simon, we're going to talk about how it's kind of like a fairy tale coming out, and mm-hmm. it's good to have the bad side of coming out where his parents don't talk to him and he like lives with his sister kind of yeah. a thing and they yeah. won't even show up to his play, which... <laughs>
2: It's melodramatic and over the top. It's a bit much, yeah. Especially just the fact that it was reserve seating. Yeah, when <laughs> Mr., when Mrs. Flores on the seat. Yeah, that the was, facts, parents. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody crosses it out and just spray paints fat yeah, on the two it, chairs. It's nice
1: to have like that re- that other side of coming out totally. in, like, yeah. in a happy musical. Yeah, <laughs> just after the credits roll. What's gonna happen to that boy when he goes back home? Oh, like, God. His parents still fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. (laughs) do you think that like what do you think happened in the lake when him and ellen and vlad went in there at the end you think they fucked around a little bit um no i could picture ellen being like just let me see it real quick michael like you know what I mean? Like oh, Ellen
2: wanted to see yeah. Michael's dick. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess she probably. I would. can picture
1: her wanting to see a I thought, dick.
2: I was thinking that they get they knock Ellen out somehow, and then the two of them fucking the water. <laughs> 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 they just drag her to shore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: Vlad's a fucking lunatic. So he he f- would do that. He's got some way. About he would do it. that. Like just cover yeah. her in
2: that ugly rainbow sweater she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that shot, too, when he, like, lifts his shirt off to wipe his face. Mm-hmm. Every fag I knew back in the day was, like, jizzing themselves over that. Like, that who... Vlad? Yeah. Ugh. I I don't get it. I I don't get it whatsoever. He's just got, like, a... He's got
2: a sports face, as I like to call yeah. it. Just a dumb face. I did love, however, when he was taking, like, the football and the basketball... <laughs> and they immediately back. know he's straight. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, like, yeah. The,
1: the, the Spitzer <laughs> kid, um the look on his face when um, it just like goes like (laughs) Oh these kids like I think the supporting actors are probably better than the main actors I agree yeah and they can all sing their fucking asses off. You know, they that all get their little moment at the end mm-hmm. during that little finale
2: performance. Yeah, it's kind of a great
1: moment. Yeah, I feel like there's probably a lot cut out from this movie to
2: get... Because like, it's it's long as it is. It's, it's close
1: to two hours. It's like an hour and 55 minutes. I thought I could yeah. fit in
2: before work yesterday because I was like, it's a shitty That's what cheap I put, movie. Let's watch it. I put it
1: on last night and I almost fell asleep watching it because it was like approaching past midnight and whatnot and I was like it's not over yet like I just remembered it being shorter for some reason Mm -hmm. but it's not (laughs) but yeah I I like camp I think it's It's a lot of fun I think the soundtrack's really good I think the kids acting talents are all over the place but they can sing their fucking asses off totally and I like I like the adult characters too like the tap dancer the tap dance teacher is my favorite yeah where they do that on
2: fame (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Maybe because I was a tap dancer, too. I feel like you relate to this movie definitely a lot more than I do. I relate to this movie so fucking... And
1: like I said, I don't think... It's so shoddily made. The ADR that you pointed
2: out in your... (laughs) It's my favorite moment. I love bad ADR and bad stunt work in a movie. Ellen,
1: wait. Leave me alone.
2: alone. Don't talk to me. That is so... There's
1: a couple like rough ADR spots. A couple of them are funny. Like when they're coming out of the barn and you hear... Uh, poor Jenna still stuck in there with the uh, insane uh, play director yeah nostrils silent scream Mm -hmm. Ah, shut up (laughs) (laughs) like that's funny ADR yes that that part when she's running out into the woods is the laziest Mm -hmm. piece of ADR that's when you they're like okay we gotta get a shot of this real quick and then they kind of Chopped it together in the
2: editing room to make something of it, yeah. you know, because they're running out of time, you know, running out of money, all of the above. We know what it's like. I mean, we know what's happening too. They don't really need the ADR in that. Exactly. Scene. We you know could she's have just seen running a shot away. of her running and him behind her yeah. and them pausing, but, yeah. you know, I appreciate the
1: Yeah, did it. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wish there was more D, obviously. Absolutely. Um, I think Michael's a fun character. I like that he goes to his prom and drag. <laughs> I do too. Balls you know? a move. Yep. Tammy and move. Yeah, Brown did that. For those of you young kids out there, that that's what would have happened to Nowadays, you maybe could get away with it. I mean, the school wouldn't rip up your prom
2: ticket. Exactly. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you might not get beat up by, like, that big a group of people. I love, though, how over-the-top that scene is because there's no dialogue in it. So what he hands his, uh... It's like a silent movie. Yeah. He hands his prom ticket, The teacher just shakes his yep. hand and he forcefully gives it to him. And yep. then the guy just rips it up and throws exactly. it. Exactly. so intense. But yeah,
1: I mean, if you're a theater kid, you're really going <clears> to <throat> like this movie a lot, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, camp's fun. I it's enjoy. Very it. campy, definitely. Very gay, yeah, and
2: very just light. It's a light movie. It's a light two-hour movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about teenagers singing and an amazing
1: uh, Anna Kendrick performance as a predatory lesbian. She's great. Yes.
0: Sometimes I feel like I'm stuck on a Ferris wheel. One minute I'm on top of the world, and the next I'm at rock bottom. Let
3: I feel like I'm
0: always on the outside. Me too. I have one huge secret nobody knows I'm gay. I'm done living in a world where I don't get to be who I am.
2: You get to exhale now, Simon. Disclaimer this is about to get romantic as hell. Love Simon. Ready, PG 13.
1: And now we'll move on to Love Simon, which just came out three weeks ago.
0: Question mark. I don't know
1: when this is actually going to drop. Let's say four weeks of this point. Yeah, we (laughs) We got
3: to air for Paul's.
1: Yeah, and for those of you listening, Miss Jackie has just joined us for our conversation. Uh, She's magically transported. Full disclosure: (laughs) we're we're recording this part on a the next day from the rest of the episode. We were up until four in the morning after Drag Race, yeah, Yeah. talking shit and having drinks. so. So,
3: so yeah, now we're kind of exhausted and maybe hungover.
2: I'm not hungover, but.
3: I was this morning.
2: I'm not hungover, but my body feels rough. (laughs) (laughs) I only had a drink and a half. (laughs) Well, good for for you. you. (laughs) Look at you showing restraint.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, before we're going to do full spoilers for Love Simon. Yeah. Spoilers for. um, Not that there's like a big twist, but there is. A Reveal There is a reveal. There is a Roxy Andrew esque wig reveal mm. with my hair back and forth. It's the gayest way you could have said it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> obviously. Um, so, we'll give our initial thoughts first. Spencer, what did you think of Love Simon
2: um, without spoiling it? It was okay. No, I really <laughs> um, I was hearing all the hype about it. And you were, you had seen it prior to us going together to yes. see it. So, you were all about it and. I know how you can be very passionate about things. (laughs) Never. So I was like, all right, we'll see how this goes. But it was, it's just so sweet and fun and it just put me in a good fucking mood and then I saw it two days later because we were going to have a snowstorm so I showed up to work early figure I'll just take in Love, Simon again, it was even sweeter. Yeah. I don't know, it just puts me in a good mood every time I watch it, and I'll probably see it again this weekend, because I'm not fucking working.
1: Yeah, woof. Mm -hmm. Jackie, what did you think of Love, Simon?
3: Um, I thought it was a really great movie, but I was just really confused why that really sweet boy couldn't find a nice girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should see the look on his mother's face. Has he ever tried it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like when Timmy and his fiance broke up for like a hot second, and his mother said, Well, maybe you can try dating girls again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not how it
2: works. (laughs) She's going to be wearing black to that wedding. (laughs) I mean,
3: I can't fix you guys?
1: No. (laughs) You could have all the sex you want with us, but it ain't going (laughs) to (laughs) work. I try it, though, Jack. <laughs> I
3: need mean, to shits and giggles. Yeah.
2: The old college try. And then afterwards, mm-hmm.
3: we'd go get a Reuben and be like, that was weird.
2: <laughs> I was going to say after eating a lot of food, because then there'd be the Hulk Hogan tape where he's just like, oh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, 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 too much pasta.
3: <laughs> well, I just think about the early days of Synthetic, John, where, like, was it Wishing and Hoping, where the kids said that we should date?
1: Oh, yeah, so, like, yeah.
3: That would never.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> weren't they each precious? Each <laughs> that was also that was also the shoot where one of the young ten year old actresses found out that our one of our interns was gay and said, "Ew, you're gay. Why?"
3: Gay people are disgusting. That's what she
1: said to Spencer when she was eavesdropping on our conversation when she wasn't even supposed to be on set that day. Oh, little shit. twerp. She said Spencer said something about gay and she goes, "Ew, gay people are disgusting." So this big fucking homo puts his arm around her. And says, don't worry, we'll protect you from those nasty gays. <laughs> <laughs> Big old bear
2: paw around the shoulder. <laughs> but what was cute is that the same one, the same kids that were around the gay intern, one of them made him like a cute little rainbow like yeah. card and shit. Because yeah. so, you know. that's
3: what you people like, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, we
2: love rainbow. She was 10, so yeah. you know, that was sweet. That's as She's much. a fan of Love Simon, I'm sure. Now, oh we're yeah, the, in
1: the
3: making.
0: those yep. kids are
1: those kids are like 14, 15 years old now. Jesus so, Christ. yeah, we're old.
3: You <laughs> we still look great.
1: Yes, but Jackie, I'm glad that you're here, so you, we can get a a non homo view on it I guess she's <laughs> honorary yeah do yeah. you think as a woman who dates men do you think it works as a romantic comedy oh thoroughly okay good mm-hmm. absolutely thoroughly I uh, full disclosure obviously I love this movie um you've only seen it four times um, so. hush now <laughs> my. I've things. gotta support the queers <laughs> I don't think it's a groundbreaking film no, by really. any means. Like, if you... There's tons of... There's a lot of older queens, you know, older queer folk, talking about how they don't think it's enough. You know what I mean? How they're, like... They're kind of disappointed that it's just kind of, like, a romantic comedy. And I think they're missing the point. Yeah, that that's, I think so. It's extraordinary because it's not extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... You know, gay people deserve yeah. their never-been-kissed. Yeah. They deserve their drive-me-crazy. Not everything has to be a fucking tragedy. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if...
3: It's always a parade with you people. If, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be go big or go home. Where's Liza? If, I did read one review when they were like, they're like, oh, there's not enough fairy in this fairy tale for me. I'm like, go watch GBF then, because yeah. that movie's like sass left and right if you mm-hmm. want, like, some some gay shit and you want, like a, like, a spark of color in your life.
2: The problem with it is if if there was a little too much fairy in this fairy tale I feel like people would have a problem with it too Absolutely. that's my thing is that it's if you gate it up a little more,
1: if you want a little further with it, it's not the mainstream accessible comedy mm-hmm. that it is, yeah. and that kind of defeats the purpose this of the movie. This is the, the
3: assimilation movie. of the bros because their girlfriends want to see it. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: and I've sold tickets to girlfriends taking their boyfriends to yeah. it a couple of
2: times. I sold it to that girlfriend who brought her boyfriend, and she had the "Call Me by Your Name" poster as her background, I'm which t- really yeah. made me. She's got to yes. have. She's got to have a fag brother or something, definitely, <laughs> or it's
1: just been wronged in life,
0: maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, both. (laughs) (laughs)
1: but yeah if you if you add in like more gay shit that then it
2: then nobody would see it. Well, you know? I think too. Also, even like the queer community would be like, "This is a stereotype type." of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, exactly. it, too, like it would we be, can't yeah, it would be wrong.
1: And there is they, this. Uh, I didn't read the book, but I listened to it on <clears throat> Life's Too Short. I don't have time to read that fucking book. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it's Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda by mm-hmm. Becky Albertalli, and
2: that's funny because they always say the homosexual agenda. Yeah, so yeah. it's homos- you got you agenda. guys get it.
1: I don't know if that get registered it. you guys you get it right. and it's it's like not one word it's two words homo sapiens get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's a joke <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, so she is a straight white woman I will say this the movie is better than the book for mm-hmm. obvious reasons um, the book's fine it's cute I'm sure for a fourteen year old it's a fine. That's
3: the one hundred percent. It
1: is it's a YA book. It is full on like after Judy Bloom, this is what you read, kind of a thing. And it gets a little naughty. They say fuck once in a while. And um, uh, Simon talks about how like how hard his dick got um, after like reading some email from Blue and stuff like that. Is it is it written like a bad
2: romance novel? He's talking. About? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not
1: like it's not like his oh, pulsating memory. my po- <laughs> it's not fucking Alice and Janney and Ten Things I Hate About yeah. You. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like I got hard like because <laughs> it's written from my first person point of view. Very true. But all the stuff that like I relate to in the movie, like all like the coming out stuff is not in the book you know it's all like the little details that you're like that's right that's true that's absolutely true to life is not there in the book it's a cute little love story Mm -hmm. uh the best friend leah is a terrible human being in the book uh when we get into full spoilers i'll tell you like what the con like the the conflict in the book is compared okay. to the movie gotcha. but like i said i think the movie is good um i think it is one of the sweetest things i've ever seen and i will say that the ending had the kids in the theater applauding a couple of the times that i saw the mm-hmm. movie and i went the first time i saw it I went with my friend kevin who if you remember our discussion on greatest showman I said how he... <laughs> he tries to be all bro and masculine and everything. And mm-hmm. then you get a drink in him and he turns into fucking... The, the risk gets The, a more yeah, blabber, the, the, the wrist gets deflated a little more. And yeah. the honeys <laughs> and the sweeties start mm-hmm. coming out of his mouth. And so he turns to me at the end of The Greatest Showman and says, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. And his ass cried four times in Love, Simon. Four. Like, full on... Like, not like sobbing Not but he had like i saw him wiping his eyes i mean yeah. it does hit
2: it, it does, does tug at does. the heartstrings yeah 100 percent Very, very sweet.
3: three moments and i was nowhere near my period you can't <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> i tried to cry but i'm just too cold-hearted yeah but it was sweet but yeah i
1: suggest that you go and see it spend your money on it Please, <clears> um down. it has great acting in it it's a really well done script too like now that i've listen to the book and the structure of the book i'm very impressed with how they adapted it and what they did with the characters and what they changed about it because the book is just the book starts off when he is getting blackmailed okay and it kind of yeah yeah oh wow
3: that's a big jump in yeah
1: yeah so yeah go um if you're interested in the book i get it's a quick read apparently it's it only took me six hours to listen to. Oh, there you so go. So it's a very short book. If you want it, Timmy read it too. He read it in like a day, sure. Yeah. Uh, but definitely go see the movie, especially like go support it. Yeah. It's made. Uh, it's made a good amount of money, but not huge. It got beat in the box office by that Christian film. Oh, I can only imagine. Have you had any interactions with the customers, like about Love Simon, who? Or like, oh, not that movie. Um, like two, yeah, usually.
2: I've had um, more than that, but yeah, yeah. Um, it hasn't been, I mean, the ones that do are like, oh, uh, but otherwise, I get a lot of enthusiastic kids that are coming in. So yes, yeah, and then the old people who want to see it, I'm like, all right,
1: yeah. we had a group of elderly people in line, uh, on <laughs> Friday night, and I was like, I was so dreaded because I saw them in line, and I was dreading them walking up to me. I'm yeah. like, ugh, Paul, Apostle of mm-hmm. Christ, you know, and then they. I didn't get them, but the manager who was helping me out got them. And they're like, We're, we need the five seniors for, uh, for uh, Love, Simon. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: There's one woman that came in, and she's, like, ancient, like, late yeah. 80s probably, but she moves around. She just looks real, you know. Yeah, a little fragile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to put it lightly. But she's, like, glamorous. She's always got her hair kind of done nicely. She's in her, like, pink track suit with her white turtleneck sweater and everything. Yes. And she came in for Love, Simon, and I was very... We had a nice little chat about it. It was very sweet. She Aww. said, this is a very nice movie. That This is a nice thing that they're doing.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that is the most her. precious I had that old, I told you guys about the old woman she was looking at all the movies we were playing and the manager one of the managers was helping like she didn't know what anything was about so he was like and she's blind as a bat and so she, he was reading off all the descriptions to her and, and like he read off I can only imagine she goes oh that sounds so sweet and then he read off of Paul Apostle Christ and him he's like <clears throat> she's like who's in that one and he's like well it's the guy who played jesus in the passion of the christ and she's like oh that sounds amazing and blah 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 (laughs) and so he gets to he was like oh love simon that got great reviews you want to hear what that's about and she turns she went from like mrs claus to pazuzu real quick and goes no i've heard what that movie is about (laughs) fuck you (laughs) go die so my theory is that she was married to a fag for a long time.
2: <laughs> Found all pictures and love letters when he died. <laughs> I've also seen parents like looking at the sheet of like the list of everything, yeah. the descriptions, and one of them was like, "Um, like just going through this, that, that, that." Love Simon. They just go, no, 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 the, no the, We got the kids. <laughs> so yeah. What, what was, wow. the, what was uh, the group that
1: came up that uh, our manager dealt with? Oh, it was a group of,
2: like, um, four boys, probably yeah. two of them were probably 14, and then they had, like, their older brother or cousin, somebody yeah. related, just, like, buying the tickets, and they were trying to see an R-rated movie, wasn't happening, and so then they were just like, all right, um, four for uh, Love, Simon, so they get the tickets. And then a half hour later, they come back, and um, they're like, can we... And I look at me and our, my manager exchange a look at each other. You knew like, it, yeah. these kids aren't going to like this. They don't know what this movie is. Yeah. So a half hour later, they come back into the theater, and they're just like, um, could we, uh, could we swap these out? And our manager was like, why? You don't want to watch Love, Simon? What's the matter? What's the matter with Love, Simon? It's <laughs> doing is really it, well. Is
3: there a problem? He goes, it's doing
2: really well. And they go, we just, uh... We just watched the trailer and it, it doesn't really look like our type of movie. And our manager goes, Oh, why? Why's that?
0: What does that mean? And
2: he t- but he goes like this Oh, why? Why's that? You afraid? <laughs> 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 It was so perfect. Was... You might <laughs> <like it>. mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever tried it? <laughs> What's the matter, Bart? Scared you might like it. <laughs> get
3: that little twinge in your underpants and uh oh, I
1: have Whoa. feelings. Whoa! <laughs> but yes, okay. So going into full spoilers now for Love Simon, you've been warned. Mm-hmm. Turn off now. Turn back now. Go watch the fucking movie. Give them your money. Give them your money. Yes. You also get to see the
2: Mamma Mia 2 trailer. So yes. which share. Yeah. With
1: share. So, spoiler, Cher shows up at the end of the Mamma Mia 2 trailer. And
2: she's going to sing, Fernando. Fernando. The only reason I'll watch that fucking movie because the first one's terrible. Yep. <laughs> I, I'll say it again. I always say it. I, where does it take place? Greece? Yes. I don't think of Greece when I think of Abba. No. <laughs> I think of rich, white, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Not poor, working, Greece, nope. island. <laughs>
1: They're all so tan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, spoilers coming now. Spoilers galore. Yeah. Um, so, this is the most adorable ending I've ever seen to a movie in my entire life. I'm being hyperbolic there, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, passionate. Passionate. <laughs> I'm very passionate human being. Uh, so, we get the the whole conceit of the movie is that he... Me, emails a kid online who's also closeted gay. Yes. Who, like, posts anonymously, and so he emails him, they start a relationship, What's and, like, the whole movie is him trying to figure out who Blue is. That's his nickname. Blue. Blue. While, yeah. while dealing with all his friends' drama, and then he gets blackmailed by the weirdo theater kid in school because he finds his emails and right. wants him to hook him up with his best friend. I uh, keep Abby, out of yeah, like there's even the line from the bully: "She's too hot for you, yeah. dude." <laughs> <laughs> but when Blue is revealed at the end of the movie to be Mr. Bram, the cute little black boy, the oh Jewish black gosh. boy, yeah. the it was the last time I saw the movie. The the everyone in the theater just started. You could hear them when he's sitting there in the fair show by himself, and they're like, they're like, "Who do you think it is?" I don't know who it is. <laughs> They're oh, like oh. whispering and when he shows up you just hear like a a conjoined ah!
3: I just had that moment <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: and I'm going to like include a clip here cuz uh, I sent you the video of um, yeah. the kids um there's a bunch of reaction theater reactions to the ending of the movie on like YouTube and stuff of hey. like crowd reactions and it's literally like people cheering and clapping and that it's really really sweet it yeah. really warms your heart
0: <laughs> oh, my wig oh, My wig is not My wig was
1: snatched oh, My wee was snatched Oh my god I,
0: I, I can't do this
1: because when they kiss everyone in the theater starts clapping um is this the first this is the first time we've seen two boys have like a nice kiss a real kiss in a
2: mainstream movie in a um that's a good question
3: Everything I can think of is a, is a parody or like, like to make fun
2: of. Well, that's what I wanted to
1: dare. bring. I wanted to bring up uh, American Pie 2. I was
3: just thinking about Because yeah. like
1: I just think back about how, you know, like, like a lot of people are like, oh, this movie is not needed. Now, being gay is not a thing. Well, it's like it is kind of needed because it, it is. all the kids in the theater, they're like, you know, 16, 17 years old. And I was 17 when American Pie 2 came out and I'm in that theater and it's like they have these two hot chicks and they're, like, making out and they're, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. and the guy's, are like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the girl's, like, you have to kiss each other. And they're, like,
0: no, it's
1: you know, it's, like, it's a dare. It's, like, disgusting and gross. And, awesome. Yeah, and it's like the audience is meant to laugh at, laugh at it. And like mm-hmm. that was a constant thing in the 90s and into the early 2000s. Like when you saw like a gay kiss, it was kind of mocked. Like You
3: have to make fun of it or else you're yeah, a homo. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So this is the first time that I've seen like a movie in the theater where two gay kids kissing is like Applauded. It's yeah. like people root for it, and
3: it looked like a real first kiss. Yeah, The shyness yeah. and the sweetness. Oh my gosh, it was. <laughs> it, it does
1: give you. And like, it's I
3: so sweet. a
1: lot of people complained about like the how. Do you think Simon outed Blue, like forced him out of the closet?
2: No. Absolutely not. I
1: don't either. He had a choice if he didn't want to go. He out. didn't have to show up, yeah. and also he had come out to his parents on yeah. his own and everything yeah. already. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of people say like how wrong it was for Simon to force him out of the closet. He didn't after. Force him out? No, wow. he just said, "I'll be there if you want to show." He goes, "If yeah. you don't, I understand," mm-hmm. which I think is a very important line to have there. Yeah and you know he has his never been kissed moment do you think that's too much of a moment or do you think it's does it work in the movie
2: I think it works in the movie I mean it's a fucking <coughs> romantic too well that's the thing comedy. is they deserve their Hollywood yeah. ending too yeah, yeah. They could yeah. a little more
1: tongue. Yeah. 100% yeah.
3: slow down yeah guys, slow hell of a down. fucking lip lock on yeah
1: well that's yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the book it goes a little further like after their first meeting at like mm-hmm. the the carnival or whatever and it talks just them, like, making out and they're, both their dicks getting hard and stuff like that. I just thought back to that.
0: You know what? That I would have been. loved to see them <laughs> in the car them
1: beating each other off or just rubbing them out <laughs> through their pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought back to our last week's episode where we talked about like uh uh that the list we went through where it was like um, uh do your dicks rub up against each other? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah and it's fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would have loved that really sweet romantic moment to it, just the media cut to the car of them frantically ripping each other's clothes off. Or, or just really awkward taking like... out rubbing through the pants and <laughs> both of them come in five seconds. <laughs>
3: Where the lips touch and then he comes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, could we talk about the cast? Well, first of all, okay. So, is it okay that a straight actor is playing Simon in your eyes?
2: I'm fine with it. Um, I've never really had an issue. Yeah. Like, can we employ can we employ more gay actors to play uh-huh. gay characters? Obviously, yeah. But also you're going to find a lot of young out actors to play this that's role?
1: A, that's the a thing that my argument is is that, like... I, the, I mean, Hollywood's full of fucking gay actors. How many young ones
2: are actually out? This is the thing. I mean, it should... Hopefully, like, it's going to be a... Th- hopefully, with everything that's going on, that, like, yeah. more actors are going to be comfortable with, like, doing well, that type of shit. But.
3: I know, like, just from personal experience, um, an <coughs> actor that I was friends with before he got famous, um, he... he his manager wouldn't let him come out.
1: A lot of them do that. Um, yeah.
3: And so he 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 had a boyfriend that he ended up um getting married to, but it was it was sad that he had to be repressed in the public eye and when he came out to me on set, I was like, "Well, yeah, I I, I knew duh." It. duh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but it, I'm I'm fine with I'm actually Really okay with a straight guy playing gay because then it kind of opens the door for maybe other closeted gay kids out there or even these the the heterosexual kids who might be a bit biased.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, he can do it's no big deal, yeah. yeah. a boy is no big deal, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Um I mean that would it would be great if like cuz GBF cast the two gay kids as yeah. two gay yeah. kids. Yeah, you know, and that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, but it's like if if you can find an amazing gay open actor that's available to do yeah. that movie. Good luck. Yeah, just, I'd just, love for them to be. If yeah. they were
2: gay and terrible versus somebody who's straight and good. Yeah, I, prefer exa- same I prefer the straight, who's straight and good. good.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and also um, he's straight. Nick Robinson. He's also very, very good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's super. I mean, that character is like kind of nothing at one. You not no, not nothing. He's just like he's
3: cookies and milk.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he like he, he brings something to it. Yeah. And the boy who plays Bram, the love interest, he is uh, uh, very. I don't. He didn't describe what he calls himself, but he's like, I dated girls and I date boys. Like, so, whatever. He's, he's queer. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he came out to, like, the cast at the cast party after they rapped. And then made like a big public statement because he's on the Flash TV show, yes, right? Yes. You would know that shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I speak for my people. Yes, he <clears throat>
1: is. Keenan Lonsdale, who is the he's precious, oh, like one hundred percent precious. I
3: was a teenage girl again. I'd be all about that mo.
1: <laughs> 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 I would fly to that fruit immediately. And the kid who played the uh, Lyle the. Um, the Waffle House waiter mm-hmm. it just came out, too. So he's getting rel- Yeah, Adam. we knew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She had the mannerisms. Yeah, of totally. yeah, yeah. You could say that you're into Abby all you want. We know, girl. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> She's really hot. I want to really touch clean. her breasts. <laughs> Can't wait to have sex with her vagina. Oh,
3: <laughs> intercourse is the best.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, so... So Nick Robinson is great. His fr- I like the friend group a lot in the book. They're not a close friend group. It's really? like, yeah, it's like Abby and Leah don't get along because Leah actually likes Nick in the book, and so like she's super jealous of Abby, and she's super jealous. That's where in the in the movie Abby like and Nick and Leah they all get they all stop talking to Simon for like they all get pissed at him because he. Um, plays with their love lives, pretty much, to cover up his own secret. And um, that none of that is in the book. The conflict is that, yeah, he still gets blackmailed by Martin into helping him out with Abby, Mm. but Leah stops talking to him because she's pissed that he is, like, better friends with Abby to tell him that he's gay than to her. So she, like, has very jealous reasons... Like very selfish, I should say reasons. Yeah, that
3: is very selfish. It's all
1: about her. Yeah, nice. and she doesn't. She's not attracted to Simon in the book as she is in the. Oh. Okay. Movie, so she's not like the your typical, like in camp with Ellen. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah. how you always fall in love with the gay boys. Mm-hmm. I'm. La- I like that they. Girl can't help it. I like that they added that part into it, and Alexander Shipp, who plays Abby, is a superstar. Mm-hmm. She is an actress. Like when we said that Tim- Timothy Chalamet and Call Me by Your Name was, uh, like he's like an like you know he's a like a star. Yeah, yeah I yeah, could yeah. get the same impression from her in her scenes. Totally. Yeah, I just love like the scene where he comes out to her, which was the first instance that Kevin cried in the theater. <laughs> when
2: she goes every moment that he was supposed to he did
1: yeah 100% and the funny thing is like that's how Timmy came out to our good friend Jess
2: yeah <laughs> he literally <laughs> took her
1: down like a dark road in the town that they live in and like pulled over on the side of the road and she's like "Motherfucker, you gonna kill me cause she like she watches a lot of horror movies I mm-hmm. feel
3: kind of privileged because you just took me to the other room in Slider <laughs>
2: <laughs> y'all just saw me smoking a cigarette and said oh there look it is. at that queen in his stance <laughs> Faggot. <laughs> but yeah, <One> that <laughs> I love. Like I
1: love her reaction when like he's like he's like oh I'm gay and she's like oh and he's like are you surprised? Like, nope. No. Did you Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Not really. Like that's like the be- that's the most accurate representation kind of of yeah. that. And then she's like, do you want me to be surprised? Like, do you-? that's a great question. Yeah, like, yeah. I love her her delivery of like well. Well, I love you. And, like, that's what made Kevin cry. <laughs> He's had to come up to some hags in his life, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would do What do you guys think of the character of Martin? Which one's Martin? He's the blackmailer. He's the blackmailer.
3: Um, I know this kid. Yeah. We all
1: know this kid. I yeah. hate this kid yeah. with fiery
3: passion because he... Like the bully says, she's too hot for you. Like, I I can't stand that he thinks he deserves Abby just because. Yes. He's, like he, what
2: is it called? The um, Oh
3: my god. um, um Involuntary celibate.
2: Incel? <laughs> He's an incel. He's an
3: incel, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I had to say the whole vernacular to <clears throat> to the acronym.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I like how it's fun, because we've seen that character in teen movies before. As the main character, yes. yeah, like that's Preston Myers, and can't hardly wait. Yes. Like yeah. that's, it's that creepy guy who does all this like over the top insane shit that you're kind of supposed to swoon and cheer for him because he's the dorky guy that gets the hot girl at the end. But this movie's like, oh fuck no, he's a he's the worst. He's
3: a terrible human being. Yeah. And the fact that I don't care that he paid for Simon's last go around mm-hmm. on the Ferris wheel, you're still a fucking piece of shit. Absolutely, because, 100%. one hundred percent. You didn't respect Abby as a human being. You were just after her vagina, or maybe her status. Yeah. It's he's he's awful.
1: He's yeah, so he awful. is the worst. And did you want more to happen? Did you want like more punishment to happen to him?
3: He should have been fucking suspended.
1: <coughs> mhm.
3: Because I mean, as we know, not every community is accepting to to somebody coming out, regardless if it's a if it's a man or a woman. And he could have potentially gotten Simon's ass kicked or killed. Well that's the thing, the thing too, town. is
1: this movie is really like a best case scenario of yeah, coming out absolutely. thing. And like that's great and all. And like you do need that, you know. Not every gay film needs to end in a hate crime. Yeah, exactly. I told you about the couple... The two couples that came into the theater. And they were watching A Wrinkle in Time. And there were two straight couples. And one of the guys said to the girl that wasn't his girlfriend... Why the fuck are we watching this stupid kids movie? And she's like... Well, what would you want to watch? He goes... He goes... Somebody told me that Love, Simon's fucking hysterical... And it's a good movie. Why aren't we watching that? And she goes you'd want to watch that why and he goes because i told i was told it was funny mm-hmm. and she was like how can it be funny it's about and she like looks around it's, it's about like a gay kid and like the guy's like yeah and she goes how is that funny like and then she like the guy comes up to me and he was like yo is love simon funny i was like yeah i was like it's legit pretty hysterical mm-hmm. at times and she just goes i I, I don't get, like, how? like She's how? like, he doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yes. I was like, yes, honey. Like, gays are only miserable and they can't have fun and they can't have love or they can't have a happy ending. She's seen
2: one too many episodes of Glee where, yeah, where
1: Kurt, Kurt cries. Yeah, get a hate crime done She's, to them. Oh, the hate crime episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, I like how... Martin is portrayed as like that character is creepy in the teen movie and this movie shows him as the fucking creep that yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, in the book it's kind of even worse because well it's weird in the book because Simon keeps talking to Blue even though Blue knows it's him. Oh. Um Blue doesn't vanish and disappear like that. He just is like I'm not I'm not ready to meet yeah. you in person yeah. kind of a thing. And um The only... Because there's a scene where Martin apologizes. It's a great fucking scene where Simon says that whole, like, this was my thing and you took that away from me and you don't understand that. And in the book, he only apologizes because his gay brother, who he mentions in the movie, forces him to, like, tells him, like, that's a really shitty thing and you have to go apologize for that. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's even worse in the Mm -hmm. book to some extent because he didn't come up with the idea to apologize on his own or find out how shitty it was on his own of what he did yeah but yeah none of that big fallout is in the book which i i love the fact that blue kind of vanishes and he has no choice but to write that like (laughs) op-ed what are your other favorite parts in the movie what stands out to you
2: um the what's the character's name i never remember black sissy boy
1: Oh, oh, Ethan! Ethan,
2: yes, Ethan's my favorite. Part A of character the movie. that's not in the book. Yes, yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: One, you get that other perspective. Yeah. Um, he's not in the movie a lot, but I do love the conversation that he and, um, Simon have in, like, the principal's office or the guidance counselor, like, about where
1: Simon says, like, oh, it must be so easy to you because, like, you're clearly, like, owning your Mm -hmm. homosexuality. And he tells a story about how his mother lies to his grandmother still about all the girls he dates and stuff like that. Yeah. How happy
0: she is. How happy she she is is when she
2: talks about the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that a lot just because I hear a lot of criticism about how ideal this movie is yeah, in terms of everything, and not that, like, it really sheds a ton of light on the No, part. but it's, it's showing nice to something include else. that. Yeah. Yeah, and also,
1: um, we don't talk about it a lot, but, like, being gay and coming out is hard enough. Being a gay black kid, Yikes. Mm-hmm. woof, they have it, like, ten times harder because, yeah. and I don't know what it is about some of the minority cultures, like, I think it's, it has a lot to do with religion and whatnot and kind of things like that, but it's much harder for you to sometimes come out to your family than, like, a white kid will have, you yeah, know? It's like, absolutely. you know, black kids get treated like shit in schools a lot. Anyway, you add on, like, the black the black gay kid, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Like, that's rough. So, that, yeah, that I think that character was the... Idea of the um, director because he said there wouldn't just be one gay kid no. in no. this school. There has no. to be. in the book. There's like a couple lesbians and like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I mean whatever. <laughs> Ethan does
3: get the best line in the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> Can, Can we get some hummus,
1: hummus for this baby carrot? <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> that, he had amazing hair, too. He did have yes, really did. good... Yep, yep. Oh, holy shit. God, how early he must have got. had to get up every morning.
3: Oh,
0: so glossy. Yep, yeah. The
1: relaxer and everything. Yep. He Michelle was, Obama. I love... <laughs> one of the funniest parts of the movie is when... They show, like, how Ethan came out to all his little girlfriends. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, no way. I I had had no no idea. (laughs) Oh, my God, you couldn't even tell. Too much, Claire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's another line that really makes me laugh is, um, not Claire, but the girl who says that. Yeah. Not too much Claire when she's, um, just a line that I think is funny (laughs) when she's just singing the national anthem. This goes out to the refugees. and my my vocal vocal coach coach, her name is taylor
1: and i again i love how we talked about this with camp with all the minor characters how they feel very fleshed out like you know that like you know ethan you know Mm -hmm. taylor you know like all those little tiny characters even like um uh bram and nick have that like blonde soccer buddy and you kind of get to know a little bit about him too and everything Did you think the reveal of who Blue was was a surprise? Like, were you surprised by that?
2: Mm. I'm trying to think of where I was at with the first time I saw it.
3: I was. A tiny bit surprised, but very happy.
2: <coughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Because I would be really upset if it was the Twinkie Blonde kid.
1: Yeah. I'm not a fan of that That one. would
3: have been too forced. He to has a, a bigger
1: part in the book where Simon believes it's him for, like, the majority of the book. Okay. And um, the kid eventually, when Simon gets outed on the blog the kid eventually comes out and says, I'm bisexual and we should, like, hang out sometime. Like, the kid hits on him and everything. Oh. I'm glad they cut all that out. Yeah. He was just... I don't know. I didn't... I don't want to, like, talk shit about the actor. I he just did nothing for me. It just
2: looked like too much of a stereotypical little high school gay Yeah, boy. like a little fucking yeah. twink. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, Timmy kind of ruined the ending for me because he, he read the book before I did, and, and the book ex- like explicitly states that Bram is like a black Jew, you mm-hmm. know, and that so they carried that over into the movie. And when he saw like the casting, he was like, "Oh, I'm so glad that they didn't they didn't whitewash the casting of the love interest." And I was like, "You, you motherfucker!" There's only like two black boys in the movie, and mm-hmm. one of them's like dating the the other girl. So now I know who Blue is. You yep. dumb dumb fuck. <laughs> I still liked it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did like the um the method that they used to like every time Simon thought it was somebody new, blue in his mind became, became that, person, that person and the yeah. voiceover became that person. Absolutely. Which is very a very good like that confused a lot of people, I heard. Like they thought that, that was Oh, that was like not just in his reveal. head. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They thought it was like the reveal of who Blue was.
3: Oh, see, whenever I fantasize about <coughs> things, that's what I usually do, is I put that face yeah, in, a in there, yeah. and it can yeah. shift as needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say those people have simple minds. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> it was a different color with the tone. The, 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 they put, like, a blue filter on the damn thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't real life. <laughs> like, every good tea movie has an amazing soundtrack, too.
2: This soundtrack is great. I listen
1: to it Baller. all the time. I, there's a couple a couple lines I had problems with since we were talking about the soundtrack, like at the end of the big dance sequence that I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Oh, not th- maybe not that gay." What's wrong with being that gay? Some people just don't like yeah.
2: it. I don't need a goddamn pride flag everywhere. I, I need to dance to Whitney Houston. Oh, everybody loves dancing to Whitney Houston. <laughs> sure, but you know, too yeah. many colors. I was talking
1: to. My San Diego friend Danny. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, he said that his biggest problem was Leah's reaction to it, where she said, "I could, I could deal with you being gay." Like just like little words like that struck him as odd. Of like,
3: well, Leah cuts.
1: Yeah. She's when did she say that again? Was she that said when they confronted him at the corner when he was like driving to school in the morning after Christmas break. Oh, okay. And um, he's like, "Oh, I thought you were in love with Nick," and she was like, "I was in love with you, you mm-hmm. dumb fuck." <laughs> I could deal with you being gay, but I can't deal with you like.
3: But I also really hate that she says that the old <laughs> Simon is dead.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Really I didn't fucking see terrible. That's, that's kind of like the worst nightmare for somebody to come she doesn't out. See
3: him as a person anymore. Now she's like, well, now now that I can't fuck you, I have a GBF. Like, yeah, he's not your fucking purse puppy. Yeah, he was still your friend. Before. Like, oh, I, just, I like,
1: had a very big problem with that. It's like because I mean the movie goes so out of its way for when he comes out to his parents to say like it's still me, mm-hmm. and then to have her say something like, oh no, the old you is dead. I I'm, cho- him in I'm, my I'm chopping him up
2: with a machete right now it, yeah it's not like they were fucking either yeah, like no, you know what i mean yeah. like they had nothing they had nothing going on <coughs> with each other um, she was but,
3: obviously
1: rubbed raw over him so <laughs> she was, uh, she was rubbing herself yeah she i mean she's even more of a problematic character in the book like i said she's a terrible human being in the book <clears throat> and the book sequel is all about her so no thank you nah. whatsoever uh-huh. Ugh. I just... Yeah, she rubbed me the wrong way at those parts. But I think she's... Re- the actress is really good.
3: Actress is very good. Yeah. But the uh, the lines I gave her are pretty terrible. Ugh, that
1: was problematic to holy yeah. hell. Uh, what do you think of the parents, Josh Dumal and Jennifer Garner?
2: Sexy parents.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite. Yeah. Josh Dumal, man. Like <sighs> I would. <clears throat> <laughs> when I was with Kevin in the movie theater as soon as Josh Dumal came on he just goes oh zaddy and he said it like out loud in the (laughs) there was numerous people in the theater too
2: (laughs) I'd ring him all day long
1: (laughs) (laughs) and he'd love it Mm -hmm. yeah Jennifer Garner is like she's she's kind of has the thankless role in the film like I feel like and in the original script and in the book she doesn't have that speech she has at the end yeah Um, that was that was her idea that she was like I need a scene with him after the whole really? coming. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was all her right. I mean, you know, she didn't write it no, but no, it was no, her no, idea to have that. Yeah. Is she like still that. a
3: therapist in the book? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's like um, his parents are so just like in this in the movie they're like fun parents, yeah. you know, and they're very like into their kids' lives and in the in the book they're like invasively in the lives like um mm. he wanted he got like grounded cause he got drunk at a gay bar which is a scene that got cut out of the movie um and they like punished him and she's like oh I'll let you off early or I'll let you go out if you give me like ten minutes on your Facebook to like investigate like oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> huh. no I did full
2: punishment so
1: that's terrible what did, did you like her speech when she like confronted not confronted him but no no it's very sweet yeah it's a very mom yeah speech. yeah, so I'm yeah. Okay with it. you get to exhale now simon mm-hmm. it's very sweet it is that was time number three that kevin cried
3: yeah <laughs> it kind of reminded me of um my boy kevin when yes. he was talking about he had already come out to his mom and He's talking about moving out and, you know, being an adult. And she says, well, you don't have to move out. And he's like, well, I just think it's time. And she's like, is it? Is it because of your lifestyle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she should have had a choice on the end of that. Too. Yeah. Because of your lifestyle choice. choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just... I think Jennifer Garner is just so good, too. Yeah. Like you talked about how she is like a very... Religious woman, but relatively, yeah. yeah. She goes
2: to church. I read up on it, but then she's and she's done that Christian movie. Yeah, not, it's not like a I can only imagine type mm-hmm. thing. But it no, it's it's
1: less on the nose than yes, that. that it's just like a faith inspired film. Yes. Yeah, but then
2: she's done this. She's done Juno, and I guess she also like loved her in Juno. I do. She's too. so good in that. And guy. I guess I heard something that she lets her kids like if the boy wants to dress a little, like, in girls' clothes, yeah. quote-unquote girls' clothes, then he's allowed to. Like, yeah. she doesn't,
1: you know... She's she's an Alexa Pena Vega,
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah
1: who yeah. is a very, very open about her religion but loved everyone kind of girl mm-hmm. so good for those kind those are the kind of christians that i'm okay yeah. with yeah the ones that don't you don't fucking cherry pick shit from the bible mm-hmm. to yeah. like criticize They're others legit good people yeah mm-hmm. yeah they get they get something out of it yeah. on their own and don't like don't use it for fucking hatred mm-hmm. uh or if you try and spread it you're
2: spreading the good things of it yeah yes. like that jay baker tats in that beard (laughs) he's preaching to people while telling them to protect protect trans kids not to love
1: and then you have Josh Dumal as the father Uh, we talked about a little bit about him what do you think of his scene with Simon
2: I like it because it's a very dad scene
1: it is a very dad scene and like I said it's best case scenario of coming out to Uh, your dad but
2: it's still very realistic whereas Jennifer Garner is very like like staring him in the eyes and like telling him like this very like sweet moving thing and for Josh Jumal it's just kind of like He's kind of, like, looking at the ground. Like, he's, yeah, he doesn't he's really avoiding know how to approach contact. it. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's not, like, being an asshole about it. It's just...
3: And I can't remember the line. What does a little sister say when he tries to, like... It's on Christmas.
1: Christmas when he's trying Christmas. to brush it and just telling him to shut the hell up. She's, yeah. yeah, shut the hell up. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the dad trying to... Because he... Dad doesn't... Dad was caught he, off guard. He know how to handle Yeah, it, right. yeah. Which
3: is very appropriate. Yeah, yeah. and, that,
1: of course, like, his, like, lie... He... I like the fact that he was more upset that he didn't see it earlier yeah. which was very that's a very true to life like, thing when too. You know? yeah, yeah so that's a like that's first, a sad yeah. part yeah, yeah when he's like oh you you've lived four years of like
3: not
1: of a bearing a secret yeah that's another criticism i heard about the movie is how a lot of people and it's a lot of straight people sorry jackie Um, say
3: (laughs) it's not my fault that girls want to make out with me when they're drunk
1: (laughs) (laughs) straight by force not by choice (laughs) that's That's her lifestyle choice my choice but there's a lot of straight people who are like oh my god Simon has like such a a great life and like it's 2018 his parents are so cool why would he stay in the closet and I think it's I think the movie gives a good reasoning for it is like because no matter what, even if it's like a good experience, your life is forever changed, and you don't know what's gonna happen after that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, like, it's okay, yeah, your parents are cool about it, but it's still, and, like, it's a different life completely. Well,
2: high school sucks for a lot of people, yes, too. Yeah. So, you know, you don't need that excess baggage. Yeah. You sometimes just kind of want to get through it. Yeah, 100. Deal with exactly. Go hundred Yeah,
1: well, that's what he said. It was like, mate, I'll wait till college, and then I'll be, like, a flaming queen. That, oh, you know? my
3: God, that sequence was hysterical. It's mm. so
1: good, yeah. And I love to, too, the sequence where he said, like, why is why is straight the default? I and mean, it's, like, in his mind with his friends coming out is heterosexual which yep. is brilliant because i mean we say that all the time it's like why justify it by yeah. saying like coming why why do you have to come out
2: and it's
0: <laughs> oh lord jesus
2: <laughs> i like i saw some interview with john waters and they said how did you come out and he goes he goes i didn't because it seems so square he goes, <laughs> he goes my parents always knew he goes and he goes um I think they were just afraid that it would be something worse. Yeah. So, for me, just being gay, they were fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking... So, the Bram character, who
1: is, like, the love interest, he's almost non-existent in the book. Like, they, there's the whole Halloween party in the movie where they're, like, getting along, and you know, Simon thinks it's him, and you know, post, post-presidency Barack Obama, which is one of the funniest parts of the movie.
0: Very.
1: <laughs> and in the book, none of that is there. He's just like, oh, Nick's soccer friend Bram that he mentions, like, two times. And so I love how they, you know, they get away with having this satisfying romantic comedy ending without giving away, like, The not the twist, but the reveal of it, Mm -hmm. and you still buy into it and you still root for it because they did have those moments earlier on in the movie where, like, they were playing beer pong together and they were doing karaoke together and they, you know, they eat lunch together, which is in the book too. But you know, like, he has that moment where he's like, Can you eat your fries? and he's got like that cheesy smile on his face (laughs) and everything. And of course, they give it away, they give it away who he is because Martin has a joke at the lunch table. Where he's like, uh, what do you get when you mix black and blue, it, or black and Jewish? bluish?" Gotcha. <laughs> oh. Did you guys not catch on to no. that? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> Easter egg. Do you think it was a cheat for them to show Bram making out with a girl? No. no,
2: okay. He's a I, high school student. That's what
3: it's. Expected. Well, is
2: this criticism. This is criti- I'm done I'm with bringing everybody. up criticism. Yeah, Can people relate to like what their fucking high school experience. And also, was it's like, has anybody not tried to hide it?
1: Yeah. It, well, that these are these are straight people talking, and how they're like. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard plenty of gay people have issues with it. Too, yeah. So absolutely. Well, that, I told you the old queens think it doesn't go far enough with like showing a gay yeah. love story or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean. You, the kid is 17 years old of mm-hmm. course he's going to try to like make out with a fucking girl like are you kidding me yeah. same thing in camp where it's like Michael had sex with the girl mm-hmm. to see if he could you know yeah. it's like you're weird you're you're different maybe sometimes you don't want to be different or you're going to try to not be different or so you
3: don't even really understand what you are
1: exactly yeah, it's very realistic and to think that they're using it as like A mechanism to fool the audience. I mean, which it is, but at the same time, it's very plausible that that's what happens. He's
3: he's in the closet, and so what happens if this girl is throwing herself at him? He can't, as a jock,
1: say, "No, get away from me." Yeah,
3: stigma. So it's like maybe she'll
1: go. She she would look like a hot like poppy girl. She'd go and be like, "Oh, he's gay. He Doesn't want to have sex with me." Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Everybody's so everybody's drinking. And it could be yourself. like, hey, yeah, let's just fucking see how this feels. Make <sighs> out with a girl. It's so fucking... It infuriated
1: me. Because I, I, I wouldn't bring it up if I didn't hear it numerous times. Yeah. In numerous reviews and criticism of the movie. So it just struck me as a wrong... Like, no, you don't get it. Yeah. You know? You don't understand. I also want... You just don't understand. Just do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> and I wanted to bring up, too, the score of the movie. <clears throat> it's very tangerine dream and risky business like the i love it yeah you know and but there's that part again not in the book when they're in the waffle house and uh martin's making abby get up i deserve a goddamn superhero and there's like this building music and yeah. it feels so powerful and like
2: here is an incredible young woman Martin, please. and deserves a goddamn superhero that's right abby I'm suso right, abby suso woman. Incredible young woman
3: and deserves
0: a
2: goddamn
3: superhero. A goddamn superhero. A goddamn superhero.
1: I don't know. Every character got their moment. Yeah. And the score that plays on the Ferris wheel at the end is actually n- from Nerve. The uh uh, Dave Franco, Emma Roberts movie that came out a couple years ago. Okay, do you remember it? I didn't see it. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm in the theater. I'm like, I know this music, and it's the same <laughs> composer. I found out. Okay, so I love that little piece of music. How it was like? I don't know. It just it feels like an eighties teen movie. Yeah, it feels like you know. Everyone compares it to John Hughes, and it is very John Hughesy. But yeah, do you have anything else that you wanted to bring up about Love, Simon? Either of you? Mm. Um, it made me
3: very nostalgic for my crew of friends in high school 100% yeah,
1: yeah. I,
3: I was kind of that group I mean not the not as diverse we were all very white um, but we were very close <coughs>
1: mm-hmm. well that's what I like too not popular. it reminded yeah. me of my high school a lot too because it's like Abby is clearly like this like she's supposed to be like this hot new popular girl mm-hmm. and she's the star of the school play um and that happened at my school you know like like the the prom queen was the star of the school play since and like every there was no real like cask system you Mm -hmm. know and so that's what this was like to me it was like there was just this random group of friends that got together you have nick who's like the soccer jock who i mean we haven't talked about him a lot but he's really good too
3: he is he's He's precious
1: with that fro yeah yeah is the kid with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> and very
3: adorable.
1: Very adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know it's just I like how it was it wasn't your like there wasn't like popular kids. There kind of was, but, but yeah. they all intermingled together.
2: Um there wasn't a high school hierarchy yeah,
1: yeah. what do you think about the teachers like the principal and the drama teacher i love the drama teacher. she's amazing yeah miss yeah, <laughs> yeah, albright
3: you can't say that to us
1: <laughs> oh i, I can because I, I just, just did, did. <laughs> i'm gonna sell this get, get my, my tubes, tubes tied <laughs> she was amazing and that character is not like that in the book. I'm going to compare a lot to the book. That's go Because for. all the stuff I liked in the movie is not in the book. So that's why I feel like it's an apt compare. I don't want to shit talk the book. Like I said, it's, it's cute. Yeah. It's very cute. But it's clearly written by a straight white woman. And the gay director of Love, Simon had a lot to do with the script. He didn't write the script. But he like told the writers all his stories. Yeah. And they incorporated it into it. But she's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the vice principal is
2: a little annoying. He's a little it's too a little ish. too much, over the top. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: funny but over the top. And la-
2: it's one of those things too, like when you could tell somebody's improvising. Yeah, and they that's, just like, okay, let's take his best bits. And, and it's not, li- it's not like
1: um, I don't know if you have ever seen Get Over with Kirsten Dunst and Ben Foster. I have not. Martin Short mm-hmm. plays the drama teacher in that, and he's all improv and all over the top. But that movie mm-hmm. is. Over the top, like it fits into into that realm, and so like it's, it's like somebody took that character and displaced him into this more. It is a like Love Simon is a comedy, but it's more grounded, you know. Mm -hmm. Like that character could be in something like a GBF that's more surreal and over the top, you know. It just it's a little much. Yeah, I agree. Tony Hale, I think, is the actor who plays on. Yeah, that. And
2: yeah. He's hilarious in fucking Arrested Development. Yeah, and shit, yeah, but, like, but I've heard that's a lot. A different like, show.
1: again, yeah. all the people that were criticizing stuff that I brought up, they love his performance in this, and I'm like, it just, it's, it's too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. I like the more subtle things, like after Simon gets outed, how
2: he's just wearing like the P flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yes, that's funny. That's he, funny. He does make me laugh though when um, the who's <laughs> the kid that outs him. Uh, Martin. Martin, what he... That's good. ...grabs the uh, microphone and he apologizes for interrupting the National Anthem. Just, why why I are we interrupting the National Anthem? Well, um, <laughs> and he puts, like, his, like, he, yeah, his cap yeah, over his head. Yes, yeah, please, please say, yes, say, yes, yes. Like, that, say
1: that's yes. more subtle, like, not yeah. over-the-top stuff that really worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, like I said, I like how, you know, w- even though that character's ridiculous, all these characters kind of create the world that Love, Simon exists in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like the happy ending. Yeah. It's sweet.
2: It needs a happy ending. It's that type of movie. And I'm glad
3: it didn't end with a happy
2: ending. (laughs) 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 Like I said, I wanted to, but it didn't We had a couple
1: people write in about Love, Simon, so I'll read some of their comments about it before we finish. Okay. Um, Frank, uh, Inhuman07 on Instagram. He is my friend TJ's boyfriend. Okay. I guess he's kind of my friend, too. Uh, he's like, first, I'd like to say that I enjoyed the movie for what it was. A few tears fell here and there. But I really wanted Blue to be a girl, to be honest. It would have shown Simon that life in isn't always what you'd expect. But let's face it, we all know now that he's out of the closet. He went and joined Grinder, and he a hoe now. On another note, if gay actors can play straight men, then I see no problem with the portrayal being the other way around correct mm-hmm. I mean authenticity makes for a better film so I would hope casting folks look for uh, look for gay folks first for gay roles uh, and then go to straight actors um, I don't I'm glad that it wasn't like he wasn't being like catfished or something yeah like that. oh my
3: gosh it would be hard, too it's heartbreaking not it's yeah. not that
1: movie, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it it that again that would make it an indie movie that nobody sees you yeah. know to it would have also be like real life yeah i mean mm. it would be a more attic like. A more realistic portrayal, I guess, yeah, of what happens in real life. Yeah. But I, you don't always need that. You want the happy movie sometimes. Because
2: it doesn't happen all the time, like. Uh,
1: yeah, that's yeah. Not, a yeah, common, not a common. It's not a, thing. a super common happen, thing. But, you
2: know, <laughs> nor do I see Simon as a grinder hoe.
1: No, I don't either. Yeah. I, he's, he's gonna go.
2: He's a Tinder boy. He's
1: like your boy Kevin, who yeah. would be like terrified to yeah. be on Grinder, yeah. and he yeah. wouldn't know what to do when all the dick pics and the hole pics oh. start coming in. What's the top? What's the bottom? I don't know. Oh, like, <laughs> what are poppers Uh, (laughs) what does he mean safe are we wearing are we wearing seatbelts okay so the Carl Myers chimed in he said I fell in love with this movie right from the opening credits I don't know why I definitely could tell it had the charm of a John Hughes movie I loved it it was a gay teen romance without being Mm. preachy which I think is an important important part there it doesn't his homosexuality doesn't I mean it's a plot point but it's not its not pressing the gay agenda. No. <laughs> uh, it also helped that Charlie Carver and Last, Lance Bass were in my screening, making my heart pound, but I digress. <laughs> 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 this is the first time I didn't read the book or any spoilers before I saw the movie. I wanted to go on this journey with Simon to find out who Blue was. I love how they played us each time he had a male encounter. And it exposes his own acceptance of his sexuality. Mm. Very true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I think I had t- oh Timmy chimed in with a couple things, so I'll read those off real quick. Of course he did. <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> Typical Timmy. hmm um, got something to say. Uh <laughs> Mm, he said um, uh, the amount of gay people looking up at this movie with big heart and eyes is awesome. I like that the movie felt like it was made just for you and I adore that. I get cuz you can I feel like every anyone that's ever come out can read like things into this movie and be like, "Oh yeah, I went through that." And I think that's why Kevin cried so much when yeah. I saw it with him is cuz he had
2: every single one of those experiences and you don't have to it doesn't have to be your story but you can just find things to relate to yeah
1: um he said i also love how they show the different guys as blue in the movie that was great my sister totally thought they just gave it away see that's again because people don't get it Mm -hmm. but yeah it's a very good movie i hope you guys watched it before you listen to this um, or just, stop it. Yeah, stop listening. yeah, yeah. Jackie, any final thoughts on it?
3: I just had a really great time and I was really happy to share the experience with you too. Yeah. Oh.
1: And it's okay to watch. It. Oh, you hang out with too many gay. Oh,
3: oh yeah. Tell the story. Oh. Tell
1: the story. This is a fun stuff. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, in my dating life, I went out with a, a nice gentleman. He was Palestinian. I thought I was going to have a great time. He's traveling. Which you like black.
1: You like the darker boys I if you can like get the brown them. Boys. Yeah. Don't and we all?
3: I was like, oh, he's traveled the world and he's Palestinian. I've been for a good time. Um, he's probably the most boring person I ever met. And when he he asked too many questions about me, a little bit intrusive, and I told him about you too. And later on he goes, I just don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. Perhaps it's because you spend too much time with homosexual men. <laughs> <laughs> Date over.
2: <laughs> to be you... fair, I like to think like when um, if you introduce us to men that you're dating or anything, that they view us as like distorted fisheye lens, me and John, like, ah, ha, 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 like these creepy old well, villains. When I
3: brought Clickbait around for the first time, and what was your, his very, the first thing that you said when he walked up, not, hi, this is my, my man, the fuck was his name, Joe, I said nothing at all because I'm rude, and you said,
2: um, so what did I say? Fuck. You,
3: you look much different with your clothes. That's on.
2: right, you've just gone to Rocky Horror so you're wearing your bronze slip. You look so different with your clothes. On. Hi, I'm Spencer. I've seen Jackie
1: in her panties. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her tits.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it all.
1: But yeah, it does warm my heart to see how many like gaggles of hags are coming with like their token fag. If they weren't a hag before, they're they a are now. Either. Yeah, and that's that's a thing where I, I don't think the movie's making money, but it's sad to think that the boys that should see, or the girls too, like the, the kids young lesbians, who have to yeah. See it. But I feel like the boys or and the girls who or the trans kids who should see this movie won't go see it. You know what I mean? Like, the ones who need that reaffirmation... Because they don't want to get their ass kicked. They don't want to be, like, known as, like, I'm going to see that gay movie.
2: Or even, like, like kids who... Should be seeing it, um, aren't old enough to drive, and so they gotta have their parents yeah. bring them. And then that's gotta be like, a, oh, what movie are you seeing? awkward is that? Like, yeah. yeah,
1: it's like, it's if you tell your parents, like, I'm going to see Love Simon, it's basically like, I'm a fag. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like that's, you know, I just thought about that. I was like, maybe kids are sneaking into the movie too. I maybe. don't know. Or yeah, no. I, can see it.
3: I can also see all the moms becoming the Megan Mullally's over it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah. You boys that's want some thing, poppers? That's the thing I like, Some too. poppers I, really hit the spot right
2: now. I've had mothers and their teenage boys coming in to watch it. But yeah, I'm hoping it's, that it
1: finds, like, a new life when it hits video on demand, too. Like, I think it's yeah. going to be around a for a while. It's going to happen. Yeah. 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 It's a, it is an important movie. It mm-hmm. is, like, a good... It's like a... You know, I a lot of people were like... You know, a lot of filmmakers I've heard say, like, oh, you know, that... You know, I it's. I'm glad it didn't make any money because it like just purizes the coming out process. and makes it so happy. It's like, well, when you want to get your like transgender Asian gender bender movie made, they're gonna say no because Love Simon didn't make a lot of it's money. Happening. Like, be happy that it's yeah. gonna be making some money. Who's saying it's, this? It's. I've, I listen to a lot of podcasts and oh. I read a lot of interviews. Gotcha so it's I don't want to I don't know their, I just don't pay attention to like their names and whatnot they don't
2: matter anyway they don't
1: matter anyway it's like be happy that something with a lead gay
2: teenager yes made money nothing's like, ever good enough for anybody
1: no it's, it's just so like stop. Right. it could be the gayest movie and, or well the, we've said it before it's like just enjoy it yeah it's okay you know people are so cynical it's okay to just like well have like a like a happy movie once yeah. in a while,
3: different different universe. But like that that happened with Black Panther. My, yeah, my really good friend is very cynical and overcritical of a lot of the Marvel movies, and he, we didn't see Black Panther together, um and he saw it later. I really enjoyed myself, and his first response was so negative, and and I'm like. Can't you just be happy that the black community finally has, has a superhero, has a yeah? Proper superhero yes. with a great cast and it's
1: and it's making money it's and making more than just black people are watching it. Exactly. It's it's crossing it's cross demographic, you know.
3: Absolutely. It's gender equality and all that. And so I, I do get upset when people just can't be happy yeah. for the target audience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's bridging it's bridging that gap that we I want to get all political but y'all, y'all understand
1: yeah it's like yeah. you need you, it you need a love simon this sweet almost candy coated very like touching movie yeah to get to something yes. else you know yeah. you need b- that stepping stone him. yeah you're 100% humanizing this poor gay character who up until now has been like the secondary kind of joke the of a movie relief, yeah you know? yeah and like I said, we go back and watch GBF if you haven't watched it, because that does an amazing job Absolutely. of
0: expressing
1: totally. how much, you know, straight girls treat...
3: <laughs> Purse puppies. Purse
1: puppies, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, you know, Michael Willett has that great speech at the end where he's like, I don't want to get gay married. I don't want to, like, go to a gay prom. I'd like to maybe get married, maybe go to a prom. You yeah. know, like, yeah. it's... Yeah. You know, you don't have to... This, don't let it define you. This movie is, like, it's... This movie shows, like, yes, he is a normal kid, and it's
2: okay that you're just, like, this normal, happy kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another thing I saw. Everybody's like, What do you mean by normal? Like, all this shit's just like, <sighs> fuck oh, off. Oh, Christ. Societal normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a fucking sense of humor. God. Or kill yourself don't Yeah, ball <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Uh
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for this episode. It's a, <laughs> it's a long one, three hours. Uh, oh, no, just under just three, three hours. hours. Yes. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. And let us know if you liked Love, Simon. Let us know if you're one of those people that had the issues that we brought up with that.
2: Okay, thank you. And what you thought of camp. Yes,
1: 100 percent it. it's, on, it's streaming on Hulu. Go watch it. Yes. Right, thanks guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Anyway, to you wild